always always be recording. That's right. You never know when the magic starts. Per, per, per fishing kid, always be recording. You know, <laughs> always record. Always That's be, right. There you go. Um, so we have a half hour before the battery dies. Uh, there's a limit on cameras, on a f- DSLR cameras, on photography Photo- cameras. There there's okay. a limit because if if they let you shoot over half an hour it puts the camera into a different category the tax brackets my friend yeah <laughs> so it, it's a government thing it's, it's a government loophole thing, right? yeah you gotta it, jump through the loopholes it's stupid is what it, it is, is. Pretty, absolutely <laughs> pretty dumb though so yeah like if you go out and look for like let's say canon cam- cameras dslrs they'll all have a 29 minute 59 second limit how do you turn this thing off oh yeah i got it. so that way when you like yeah. we were talking the other day when we were fishing that the the bite always hits at like 31 minutes. Yeah, pretty, you're, pretty you're, much. Your camera just okay. shuts off. That's the way it goes. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So you'll you'll see you'll see what I'm talking about. And now. I'm just getting into it where you know I've got my GoPro either on me or on a tripod. Yeah. And as soon as I shut it off, that's when I get a bite because it takes the time to save the old clip and then restart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It gets it gets frustrating. And I hate to say it, but some of my ice fishing videos, I let the fish back down in the hole <laughs> restart my camera <laughs> a, a little behind the scenes i was i was not prepared but <laughs> that is too oh, man. funny man all right everybody and, no go ahead go ahead you ready yeah yeah you go want ahead. to intro you on me go ahead and welcome back all right. yes all right everybody welcome to another episode of beer fish fanatics this is grandy with mop hop fishing and mop hop sports and we have Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. And today we're actually on site up here, a little different angle, but we're at a Fire Trucker Brewery Company up here in Ankeny, Iowa. Figured we'd swing back up here. We haven't been up here in, I think, a couple months, right? It's been at least a couple months. Well, because you took a sabbatical <laughs> for at, for a couple months. Yes. And it was probably a month before that since yeah. we came out here. So it's been a while. We this is a gated community. It's it the first time I've ever been here. You got to walk through a it gate. Is, it is. Yeah. You do have to walk through a gate. I, you're, I like that. I mean, it's, it's high it's, high class. Yeah, it's a gated community. So if you guys hear that gentleman, he's like, he sounds familiar. We have Mr. Ryan Tassler with Tassler Guide Services joining us. Oh, yes. And the River Certified Podcast. How's it going, sir? It is going great. It is going great. Nice to see you again. Oh, okay, I saw okay. Kit last week. Yeah. Met we, up. we caught some fish. Yeah, we well, ate some fish. We ate some fish. It was yeah. a great time. My uh, on the video this Friday tomorrow is mm. coming out. Oh. We had uh, it was my son's 21st birthday. Okay. And I said, "What do you want?" He said, "I want to fish all weekend." So we huh. did. We hit 30 hours in one weekend of fishing. Wow. Straight. 30. Straight. Well, we went Friday. We we caught bait, uh-huh. so we went chub fishing. Okay. And. As you all know, this time of year, chubs are kind of hard to come by. <laughs> so, like, the 22nd stop that we went to, we nailed them. Mm. We just had to go, go, go. And then uh, we went to the metro area and found a – we hit the river, found a current break, got on some – he caught a walleye, but mainly just drum, carp, some channel cat. Had a great time, you know, just kind of – catching up because he moved an hour away from me mm-hmm. so i don't see him as much as i used to so right right it was a good day just to kind of catch up you know we caught supper then went went back and fished some more and then uh sunday we meet up with spencer mm-hmm. and went to a spot for channel cat and then kit showed up kit calls me <laughs> he's like 
I know this truck. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm like, well, we're doing good enough to eat. So come down. We're oh, going to cook. We're going to cook on the bank. So, so you guys, you guys didn't hit each other up ahead of time. It was just one of those. Uh, yeah, it was random. one of those. We just happened to pick the right spot. Yeah, it was, it was meant to be. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> we had a blast. Nice, nice. One thing that surprised me between you, Spencer, and Garrett's 21st birthday was the fact that you guys didn't have beer with you. <laughs> what the hell? I know. How does that shit work? My son's not a big drinker. Uh, he's really not. And that's why we didn't go out to the bars. He just right. He's a fishing fanatic. Really? I always, I always describe him, if he has 15 minutes to fish, he's going to fish 35. <laughs> every, <laughs> every single time. Nice. So, yeah, he's a... Well, it's if he's not, a fishing fanatic, he needs to listen and come join us on Beer Fish <laughs> Fanatic. Just it, saying. I, he gets camera shy. I had him on one of mine, uh-huh. and he just kind of shut down. But Spencer was on there, and we had our buddy Bob on there. So there was a lot of talking, and he just did a lot of sit. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe in a different scenario, he could loosen up a little bit. Gotcha. But... Did uh did you guys end up catching fish after after you left to the uh, to the other spot? We went to several different spillways. We went we went below the spillway at the normal channel cat spot. Right. And it was six inches deep. Wow. Jeez. So we went up to the spillway and it was pretty busy. So then we went to another spillway and uh, caught some drum mm. and and some buffalo. And it was fun, but no, right. we didn't. We didn't hit intended species. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I feel I have a. I feel like I have a better appreciation for drum, because when the bite is tough, they always pull through. <laughs> Me and uh, I had uh, butters on yeah. my podcast, yep. and we labeled you the drum magnet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I just happen to be there every time. <laughs> <Yes>. You? You <laughs> yes. the drum magnet now? No. He may not catch them, but he is always oh, there right. when oh, the drummer turned on. So <laughs> he's the one that attracts them. Why is that? That is kind of true. You don't catch him. But shit, I catch the damn drum next to you, and then he's always laughing like, ha, 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 Better you than me. Well... So. I mean, they're not bad fish. They're fun. But hey, they're they fun. they come in clutch when the bite is tough. Yes, and they're yes. It, and they can get large and they can fight. Yeah, and I mean they're like the the lure fishing version of a channel cat. Mm. You know, if, I like that. If, if you're really tough to get a bite, if you're throwing lures, you're either gonna catch a buffalo, a carp, or a drum. If you're bank fishing and, and still fishing, yeah. you're going to come over the channel cat. Right. So they save the day a lot. They do. They do. And but they don't taste that bad. They're not bad eating. I've never had one. If I've you, used them for cut bait. Catfish you, love them. If you eat them fresh, I think they taste way better, obviously, than yeah. if, you, if you freeze them and try to eat it then. There's a lot of, lot of fish that once you freeze them, they're just not... Like spoonbill, for one. Mm. Once you freeze them, they're not near as good as they are fresh. Because, you know, I've had them both ways. But if you clean a spoonbill, and I always marinate them in Italian dressing, and then grill them, they're delicious. Yeah. But you freeze them and try to prepare them the same way, and they're just not up to par. Right. I, if I can help it, I never freeze fish. That's why when I go out, I only keep 
one, two fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't go, I don't ever go out with the plan. Okay, I'm gonna freeze a bunch of fish. Yes. That's because you're not married and have kids yet. <laughs> yeah. Because no, so. this is the thing. Because um, sometimes the kids are like, "Hey, Dad, I want to eat fish." And I'm like, yep. "Well, shit." You know what I mean? It's kind of just like I can just go out and fish instantly and catch and bring yeah. home and cook, right? Because you can if whatever you want to go eat fish. Because kid wakes up tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? I want to eat fish today. <laughs> I think I'm going to go catch yeah. fresh fish. Absolutely. If I wake up and my kids go, hey, Dad, I'm hungry tonight. Can we have fish for dinner? I'm like, well, shit. You know, so that's that's the reason why I actually have to have at least a bag or two of fillets in the freezer ready to rock them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying there's anything wrong with no. taking no, fish home and freezing it. But in in my situation, I don't have to. Don't blame me. Yeah. So. And, and before I started video, and that was my driving factor, if I woke up and I wanted fish, well, yeah. damn it, I have, I have to go fish. Right. Because I, I try not to keep them. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go sound ahead. check, sound check. You're good. You're good. You're good. But no, I, I try not to keep fish in the freezer just for, for that sure. reason because I guess I got to go fish. Yep. So. There's a reason. If I want to eat fish, you got to go. Yes. There you go. Makes yeah. sense. That's tough to beat. Yeah. You guys are wondering, uh, yeah, I still have freaking gout, but I'm, I'm risking this for, for, for a special guest today. Uh, I haven't drank craft, honest God, I haven't drank craft beer in probably about two months. I've been drinking a lot of the Mich- the, the French beer, Michelob Light. I've been drinking a lot of that. So so we're going to carry him out of here. And it's tomorrow's right. going to suck. It's, it's a po- well, shit. I'm, well, if you guys are listening to this, I, I, I'm actually going to Colorado this weekend for um, taking the kids go visit the in-laws and the in-laws are going to we can talk about this but the in-laws are going to be taking me to go do some lake trout ice fishing oh, lakers lakers so we're going to try and see I, I, I might record and why wouldn't you you're yeah, there yeah that's true I'll, yeah. I'll record I'll, I'm going to record we'll, we'll see I can catch some Lakers because supposedly it's supposed to be easy. I mean, according to my my in-laws, they I right? Know. They're like Lakers are so easy. You yeah. just <laughs> drop your lure down and reel as fast as you can. There you go. That's what they say. They go, Why are you so easy? And then for some reason, well, scares them away when we go. Oh. <laughs> must be know. must be my drum juju. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but stay tuned, and uh, I will hopefully, like I say, I'll be able to record. And hopefully, I catch a nice lake trout. Would be nice to catch. That would be cool. Catch a PB That'd lake cool. trout would be kind of cool too. That would be cool. I hope you stay out of trouble and don't get gout and disappear for two months again. I know, man. Well, bro- <laughs> I, if you guys are still wondering, I still have a broken wrist, and uh, I've been doing physical therapy for about four, four, no, three, three weeks now. I'm sorry, about three weeks now, and uh, still broken, still fractured, but it's healing nicely. Uh, the tendons and ligaments are still freaking jacked up, so I don't think. I'll be golfing or playing ping pong within the net or playing basketball probably in the therapist was telling me probably like five months, five more months. Do you do that a lot? Yes. Any of those? Yes. All three. Really? Yeah. I play ping pong. I play, I, I play basketball with my daughter and I, yeah. That sounds like fishing time. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> but no but, wonder you don't catch a lot of fish. <laughs> ah, here we go. Here we go. We but, need to reallocate some time <laughs> management here. Well, I mean, I, I, that's the one thing my wife did say. She goes, you have too many freaking hobbies, too many interests in yep. life. And I do. I really do. I, I love all those things, and they take time. And I like to be good at them, too. I want to yes. be at least decent at yes. them, you know. And, yeah, she's just like, dude, just pick one. I go, I just can't. I just like, I have so many interests that I like to do, and those are the things I like to do. And, like, the timeline of, timeline of my life has has evolved around different things. Like, I, you know, I wrestled in college. I used to 
cage fight. I used to run race cars, demolition derbies. You know, I used to rodeo for 13 years. See? So each one, but I'm 100% at whatever I do. In it? So I dive into one thing, and that's it. I give a sh- crap <laughs> <laughs> about anything else because I'm 100% to one goal. I can't multitask like I that. Hear, I hear you. You know I, what I mean? I'd, yeah, I hear you on that. I just, I just love all this. And then I, I do sports cards, and then I just, there's a lot of shit I love to do. I do, don't know, man. Do you think, do you think there's anything else after fishing? Because right now it's fishing. I really, I don't see it. Or is this it? I, I, this it? I think I've hit the pinnacle. Yeah. <laughs> really? Because and I and I really think it more evolves around just the flathead and the mon- the bigger fish. Mm. Because I can go walleye fishing and kind of get bored after like an hour and a half, and I'm like, I know there's a forty pounder around here <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> like. My my br- twin brother and a bunch of my buddies go to Lake Erie every year. Mm-hmm. They drive there, and it's always like the first weekend of May. They spend a week there. They catch limits and limits of walleye. I mean, up to 32 inches. Yeah. Jeez. And I go like every four years because it's just not Your thing. my thing. Now, if, if we would catch our limit, because we usually catch our limit by like noon, and then we go back and we play cards, we have fun, we just have a good time. Now, after we catch up our limit, if I could talk them guys into catfishing or some other species, then it <laughs> then would it would be more involved for me. For sure. Yeah. But fishing till noon and then getting drunk and playing <laughs> cards and which is a blast. Don't right. get me wrong. But it's it's like a twelve hour drive. Yeah. So that's that's a four once every four year deal for me. Gotcha. I can't do it every year. It's just not my cup of tea. I'd rather sit on a riverbank somewhere and not even catch a forty, but just know he's right there. So do you would you rather ice fish or would you rather walleye fish? Probably ice fish. Okay. Well, you can catch walleyes well, while you're ice fishing. Yeah. Very true. But, yeah. but let's just, would you ice fish pan fish or would you rather open water walleye fish? Ice fishing to me is more like catfish, where you and your buddies can sit around, you relax a little bit, and you just kind of take the days for what it comes. Walleye fishing in a river is cast snag, cast, <laughs> you know, yeah. catch it. Drum, I've, d- I've done plenty car. of that this yeah, season so yeah. far. Snagging. And it, yeah. it's it's high intensified to where I don't relax. And I fish to relax. Because you get frustrated. That and you're always having to do something. You're always, True. you know, you're always jigging up or you're always, I mean. Yeah, you're always retrieving. You're always jigging. You're always you know, casting. And you're always thinking, that wasn't the right spot. That's where I need to be. That's <laughs> it. And I overthink everything. With catfishing, you put your bait in the seam, you sit back, and you have a good time. Gotcha. Some would say you're lazy. Would you think that's a lazy man's fishing way? I don't think so, because he, he... No. Thank you. <laughs> no, there were people who were saying, because uh, I forgot who it was. I, I was talking to somebody, and I go, yeah, man, I really started getting into catfishing the past you know, couple years, right? Yeah. And they're like, man, that's some lazy-ass fishing. You just, just chuck cut bait or whatever bait. I'm just like... 
I think it's a little bit more to it than it, that. It can be. It can, it can be. be. It can be. If, if you want to be mildly successful, you throw a bait out and you sit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of science behind being consistently on your target fish. And no matter what fish it is, catfish is the same thing. If you want to be consistently on, let's say we're fishing for channel cat, mm-hmm. there's, there's a science for it. Depending on conditions, weather, you know, flow of the river, what time of year it is, all those factors come into consideration to your success. So when you add that to a trophy fish like a flathead, mm-hmm. that exponentiates to the science more if you want to be consistent at it. So, are you gonna focus more on uh, flatheads this year? I was gonna say flatheads. What do you think? That's kind of like the, the discipline, the, it, the discipline a, of fishing that I have not yeah. gotten, you know, deep into. You know, I did kayak fishing. I'm doing the walleye fishing. I love the wipers. Everybody fishes for panfish. Well, I don't bass fish, but flat, <laughs> but flatheads is is like one one. It's different from channel cat fishing. It's a it's yeah. a musky. Right. Type okay. fish. Yeah. I mean, numbers-wise. Yeah, so that that is something that I want to explore more. Put the time <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you want to explore it, but then you'll give up this fishing and this fishing. And right. Just, right. Because especially out of a kayak, when you're, when you're tied up to the bank and you got your rods in and you're sitting there with a buddy and you're, you know, shooting the shit and all of a sudden your rod goes, donk everything else disappears because you're like it could be 10 pounds it could be 60 pounds and you're about to find out because as soon as you set that hook and you go oh (laughs) that's what you came for it's that's funny because um the earlier last week before i met you guys i was at that same spot and I caught, I think it was my biggest channel cat I've ever caught. Yes. And I was losing my mind. <laughs> I couldn't imagine catching the 40-pound well, What was platter. it, like 32 inches Yeah, 32 like? inches. Like a stud channel cat. Yeah. I was surprised. I Like, that area, it's been pretty consistent uh, other years as far as size of fish. I haven't seen, like, many small fish, like one-pounders. But this year, I've been seeing a lot of one-pounders. And then I catch the biggest channel cat i've ever caught and i was losing it <laughs> but do you think because it's been so low for three years that they haven't been able to migrate in and out of there like they normally have so maybe hmm. the some of the smaller fish have been caught in there hmm. and now that it's finally up maybe it'll go back to bigville right because it was a uh, it was super low during the winter but we got a bunch of rain a few weeks ago and it Which, raised the water up which helped everything in our area. Yeah. Everything. Our rivers needed flush so bad. Right. Uh, driving, did, did you drive over the big lake? Yes. There is so much log piled up because there's still ice, on the, ice yeah. on the lake. And uh. there's just, I feel like, hundreds of yards of logs just piled up behind ice on the lake. Oh, shit. Well, you have three years of stuff that normally gets washed down mm-hmm. that didn't. So now the water came up to wash it down. So you have three years of debris that's been trapped there. Mm. And it's a, it's literally looks like a beaver dam across yeah. one of our biggest lakes in Iowa. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't driven yeah, by it. Yeah, it's crazy. It. And, and, he, and that's what I consider 
is three years of normal flow. Yeah. It just, just hasn't. I was thinking, man, you had to show me up after I caught that channel cat. When we were doing that little 24-hour thing with those bucket boys. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, and then he had to kick my ass. <laughs> I was like, I, I was thinking this back in my head. I was telling my wife this. I was bragging to her. Like, yeah, I beat Kit. I, I, I got a <laughs> I got bigger it. channel got catfish it. than Kit. <laughs> PV, baby. And then this guy had a text a picture of a channel cat 32 inches. Like, you son of a... You couldn't even... He, but like, <laughs> when he was fishing for it, what were you doing? Playing ping pong? <laughs> I, I he, was, wasn't, he wasn't golfing. I was healing. I was healing my wrist because it was broken. It still is broken. So I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> Touche. I give, I give it to you. I give it to you. No, and like I told Kit, I was down there Saturday in your guys' area, and I was going to reach out to him, but it was just kind of a bonding day with my son. I never did, but... And, and the conditions weren't great. Right. You know, we hit a, a current, the first current break, good current break that we found mm-hmm. just below a very public area. And we're like, we're going to spend the day here. We're going to give it what it's got. Because, sure. I mean, it gave up plenty of fish. None, no great fish. Mm-hmm. But it was enough that, you know, we had a blast. So... That's all that matters. Yeah. It's the experience. More yes. than anything else, it's the experience. Like, yeah. I tell anybody, like, fishing, like, because I took my uh, my buddy, you know, ice fishing. Was a very first, fishing. He's not a fisherman. He's impatient as hell. Uh, and I told him, I go, look, bro, we're probably not going to catch shit today. <laughs> I, I'm going to let you know. I, I told him. So That's he, how it, I start every yeah, guide trip. If, 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 if you're listening, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're probably not going to catch fish yeah, today. I don't and, even know what I'm doing. <laughs> but we're going to have fun. We're going to talk some shit. We're going to yep. enjoy our times together and you're going to have some time with your son on 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 the ice. So I, I told him that. I go, "Don't worry about catching a mass amount of fish cuz we're probably not going to catch that <laughs> any." But I, I told him, "Look, it's just the experience." And he goes, "You know what? After the whole thing, he goes, "Now I know what I need to get for next year." So at the end of the thing, he goes, you we cost him about five grand. Because <laughs> he was, he, he was right. like, how much does that cost? Yeah. How much does that cost? And then everything I kept telling you, he's like, holy shit. He's like, that's just that. I go, well, you don't have to get this. Yeah. You can get away with, you know, way less. But I told, you know, I was telling him, but he goes, at the end of the, at the trip, he, you know, we didn't catch really much of anything, but he's like, all right, but at least I know what I have to get for next year. Yeah. So I go, well, that means that he enjoyed yes. being out yes. there. And that, yeah, that's always good because uh, yeah. they, were, they were just one week a little late because yes. we were on a really good bite. Yeah. And then two days later, the weather got crazy and everything opened up. So they were limited to where they could go. And the yeah. one spot they went to has been beat down all winter, yeah. all winter long. Yeah. So the fish were super tight-lipped. I think ice fishing does that more to fish than open water fishing. Like, you can have your public areas that get hammered and hammered, and you can still catch fish. But you go to ice fishing where you're literally right on top of, let's say, a brush pile. Yeah. And if people hammer that, it really shuts them down. I, I think that and also electronics. I think electronics, the fish... Are feeling some shit. It's like like the sonar, whatever. The all the, I mean, all the electronics that we all have. Let's just say all of us are out there. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say we had a group of ten of us with ten flashers. The fish is feeling something. 
I, I could almost buy into that. But how do you think LiveScope would factor in versus like a Vexlar that's straight down? Like LiveScope's coming See, off from the side. I mean, he would know more than anybody else. I, I've seen, I, I've been using LiveScope for like three seasons now, and I've seen fish come up. Well, with LiveScope, it's basically three sonar beams that are stitched mm-hmm. together. So the areas where two two of those beams meet, I feel like I see fish come intense. up. Yeah, yeah I, I'll see fish come up to it, like stop right where those two beams meet, and then turn around. Really? It happens all the time, especially when I, especially in shallower water. Mm-hmm. At that spot that I saw you, it yeah. kept happening over and over. Even in like twenty feet of water, I'll see him coming in. Okay, there's a fish coming in from fifty feet away. <laughs> He's coming. Yeah. And it'll just stop hits right that where crossing. Yeah, hits that crossing, and then they'll just turn around. So when you're asking about a Vexlar, I bet you it does the same thing. Because let's just say you're over a brush pile, and you have yeah. a Vexlar right over top of it. They're going to, to me, I think they would feel something. Especially somehow. if there's like 10 guys around yeah. with all, all with yeah. sonar. they, they, they got to feel sense. something. They've got it, and then maybe that turns them off. But I was almost wondering, you know, a Vexlar straight down, it's got that cone that spreads out. True. Mm-hmm. This is your feel area, let's call it. Yeah. Where, you know, there is a there is a down imaging on the, the live scope as well, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But most of it is like portrayed to the side. Right, wherever right. Wherever you're so right. would that make a difference if it's not? Can you shut off like the down imaging, or is it always on? It's always a like a three beam. Well, because me, I physically rotate my transducer when I switch between down and forward. Oh, okay. So I mean, but it always. I've never used one, so I don't. Yeah, it. I, al- I don't know. It always at least goes down and behind you a little bit. Okay. But if you uh, tilt your transducer into the down mode, then it's kind of like in front of you and behind you. But I think it makes a big difference. I bet you it's the frequencies. Like, you know what I'm saying? I bet you that's... But I, I mean, guess, that's how they find stuff. I mean, they yeah. can feel through yeah. their skin. Yeah. You know, especially like a channel cat. Right, right. They're, their whole body's feeling stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I think that's why you're saying, like, open water, they're going to eat. They're going to they're gonna eat. They're going to yes. feed. And that's why nothing really affects them because you don't have any electronics, in a sense, scaring them away. Which makes sense. Yeah, because you know, in, in open water you can cast around, so you're not yeah. you're not always yeah. directly in your cone or yeah. whatever. So I mean, I don't know. Ice fishing can get tougher and tougher, maybe in the next couple of years. Because <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, more and more mm-hmm. electronics, more and more stuff is pushing these fish away. So when people but say, you got to think if let's say that's a learned trait on a fish, mm-hmm. yeah, how long is that going to be memory based? Yeah. You know, what I mean, are they going to forget yeah. it in an hour? They're going to, yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. I guess it depends on the spot. Because if a spot like where you guys went, where it's day in, day out, constant uh-huh. people there. Do they become immune to it? They're like, oh, that's just what this yeah. spot does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah. it could, it's just normal. It's just normal. This what? is the alien abduction zone. A hundred flashers, that's it? <laughs> this is when all the chartreuse fish come out. <laughs> Very true, man. But it's 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 definitely I don't know who who you would ask if a biologist or somebody who can even test yeah. stuff. how do you even test that I don't even know how I have to be a fit a fish therapist of some sort <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
speech therapist. So, how do you like if it? If that's a job, I want to apply. So, somebody reach out to me. Fish therapist. <laughs> I will apply for that job. Right. We'll, we'll get some long talks and that long walks on a, on a line. Are you guys happy, though, ice, ice is done here in Central uh, Iowa? I, uh, ice fishing this year was amazing. Okay. I, I had awesome luck. Really? I cannot wait for warm nights on the river. Okay. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. How about you? Uh, I've been over ice fishing for a couple weeks now, so it, okay. it's already behind me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for open water. Well, I've been fishing open water for like <laughs> yeah. two, three weeks now. <laughs> I, you know, because I was like, you know, go visit my brother-in-law's, I was like, I wasn't even in the mood to ice fish. I, I didn't want to break their hearts, I guess, because I yeah. think they told their significant others, like, Gord's is coming. We're going we're gonna to take him because sake fishing, you know, Sean's going too. So we got sake fishing. They're going. We're, we're going to take him lake trout fishing. I was like, I was kind of over the ice thing. I was like, man, this is the reason why I can't even ice fish because of ice fishing in a sense. And I was yeah. like, man, I was kind of over it, but I was like, I didn't want to break their hearts. So they're like, right. jaw jackers. Take jaw yeah, jackers. Yeah, jaw jackers. Yeah. I'll, they set I'll the hook. Take, All you got to do yeah. is reel them I'll in t- this I'll way. Take them. But it's not that fun when you're fishing for lake trout. When they, when you see them coming and they pounce on it, lake trout. Well, what are you going to do with a broken wrist anyway? I'm gonna are you going to set, set the hook? Yeah, I'm going to go like that. Left hand. I'll you, set the you left make, hand. You make a brace that goes to your foot. <laughs> you put the rod in there, and then you just. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll, I was, I'll figure it out. I believe in you. I'll, I'll, I'll I make it work, man. Just like open water season. I, I already talked to the wifey. I'm like, I'm going to make it work this you, year. You have to make it work because I, I told him in the last podcast, there's a there's an older Asian guy with one arm that goes fishing. I see him <laughs> yeah. around. If he can do no it, excuses. Yeah, if he can no do excuses. it, you Very can true. do it. Very true. I'll, I'll have to. Oh, up. no, I'll, I'll be able to work it out. It's, it's not that I, bad. It's just certain angles. What if you tape the rod so there's no flex? Oh, you could tape the rod where there's no flex, and you just that's a pop. I, that'll work. I I know what you could do. What? I'm sure I'm sure you've heard of this guy, Ryan, the wrist setter guy. <laughs> You could hit him up. Custom made. Hit him for up. Randy. Like, hey, wrist setter guy. There I is, need your stuff. There is whole Facebook groups. Uh oh. We're yeah, done. Right, right. We can't miss this. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't miss this. We'll record this. Here we go. All right. All right we're, we're back. Okay. And that's all it takes. Now we're back for yeah, another 20 minutes. Back. Yep. <laughs> we so are back. We need to refill The wrist setter, wrist setter guy. Time. There is. Facebook pages based on bashing this guy is how <laughs> that's how prevalent this guy is to the fishing world. I've I've never seen another guy that's got pages upon pages just to make fun of him. Uh, uh, it's the thing is, uh, I want to feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, he kind of puts himself out. in that situation. He's kind of got an anger management issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where he, someone makes fun of him and he just makes it worse every single time. Yeah, if, if you're going to be on social media, you cannot react to every little thing. No. And no. From what I've seen, that that was his problem. <laughs> he would react to everything. And then the dogs would just dive in. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't feed the trolls. No. And he would just uh, sit there, like, stuff, and stuff down their throat. Like, I'm going to change your mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to change their mind. No, no. I wonder if that would help, that that type of rod for your situation. 
I mean, I, I think I'll be okay in about a, another two months. I think we need to go bionic. We just need to tape it solid. <laughs> Take it's, the rod to it. Use your whole arm. It's and, certain angles. And certain don't angles. pick your nose. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, this is the funniest thing. I, I wouldn't say the funniest thing. The worst thing of this thing, guys, is wiping my ass after I poop. That, that has been the worst. You got to go left. It, it's the, I, 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 I did <laughs> that for... Up. I'm telling you guys, if you've never done it before, it's the most awkwardest it thing is. you've ever done in your life. I had to do it for two, a month and a half to almost two months. When I had back surgery, I, I couldn't bend to do it correctly. So I had to switch to the left. It, it's either that it, or call in help. So you adapt. <laughs> but you're with me. You're like, what the f- this is the what this is not work this is so yeah. awkward man it's the weirdest thing ever dude. if if i could i took a shower after just to make sure <laughs> i'm with you on that. I, was, I was telling my wife like, we might need a bidet buddy. i'm like this this left-handed thing i'm not degraded yeah, my left yeah hand. it just just feels weird just, it's like someone else is in there all right, everybody just okay just 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 try it. <laughs> the next time you guys go number two, just just switch to the your non-dominant hand. BFF Challenge of the Week. Challenge of the Week. There you go. BFF Challenge of the Week. Just use the left-handed wipe. The opposite dominant hand to wipe. And, and you guys will see what I've been doing for a month and a half and the struggle. The, it's a struggle. And why is it so weird? Is, is it because like you want to go left? But you go right Kit. instead, or Kit. you want to go forward and it goes know. the you other gotta, way. You got to like lean Kit. the opposite side. Think, yes. I, so think of it this way. How old are you? Thirty-seven. Okay. I would say you were probably potty trained by the age of seven, or no, not even. Four, at least by fourteen. Four or five. Yeah, at least fourteen. <laughs> fourteen. Right? Yeah. Okay. At least fourteen. So fourteen. So you've had almost twenty, thirty years of one direction. So now flip it. After 20 years, I wonder, because it's muscle memory, bro. It's just like fishing. It's muscle memory. Oh. It's like muscle memory. You do the same thing when a fish bite. You know, you set the hook, right? It's muscle memory. Same thing with wiping your butt. It's muscle memory because you go wonder, you use one, 30 years of your life. So all of a sudden, you flip to the <laughs> other side. Imagine. Now you don't even have to think about it. Like, no, I'm going to drive from this side of the car today. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it, it messes you up. It's, it was the... It's crazy. I'm, it is crazy. It's Just try it. That, that is the challenge for, for the, the next episode, guys. Just and, it, and he's going to tape it, so we'll, we'll, yeah. see his, yeah. we'll see his live reaction. We need proof. We need proof. <laughs> That's right. Facebook Live. <laughs> Here oh, we go, man. boys. We're wiping with the left. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's get serious now. So oh, coming the questions in, are coming, coming in. I was like, Ryan, I got a list. Normally, I don't have a list, but there are some things that I want to know, or maybe people out there want to know. It, it kind of goes into your background a little bit. Uh-huh. So you've been guiding for what? I started year? last summer. Yeah, yeah last I summer. I started last summer, which was just kind of a fluke. Uh, me and Spencer were out fishing. He's like, I've turned down like six guide trips this week alone. Dang. You should get a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a boat. <laughs> sure. I drove all the way to, I can't even remember the name, but it was clear up in northern Wisconsin. Damn. And because it was the only boat, it was a, it's a 1860, 
and the only boats that I found that were worth value were much smaller than that, which even the 1860, if I get two other people in there, when you're trying to run a guide trip, it's crowded. Mm -hmm. you know Is it a I mean? console or a tiller? It's a console. Oh. Yeah. Which I'm actually, the console's further back than I'd like, okay. so I'm going to move it clear up to the front deck, which would leave camping-wise. Wait, you could do that? You move the whole yeah. console? Yeah. And then you just extend your your throttle and you extend your... It's because it's all cable-driven. Gotcha. It's just a cable. So, yeah, well, I'm going to push everything forward and then I've got enough room to have two full cots behind it and then I'll sleep on a sleeping pad up front. Okay. So my clients, on my camping trips, mm -hmm. the rod goes off, they're right there. They literally get up, set the hook. Right. So, so that's how that all kind of yeah. That, that that was kind of my question. Yeah. Like, how how does somebody get get uh, started in guiding? It's it's all river certified. It, <laughs> it literally got handed into my plate. Damn that like, guy! Like I think last year I ran twelve, maybe fourteen guide trips, and I would say at least ten of those came from hey call this guy. Right. Mm. And it, I think I've got eighteen lined up this year. And I think at least five of those were Spencer says, I'm full, call this guy. Huh. And the rest of them are, I've got a bunch of repeats from last year because we had a good time. So That sounds good. You know, so I've got a bunch of repeats, but I can't thank Spencer enough. Right. You know, it just, and it's just, I'd be out there fishing anyway. So if I'm going to be out there fishing and this guy wants to come along, he might as well help pay for the boat. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You know? I got you on that. And, and that's my only goal in my guide business right now is to pay for the boat. Yeah. If I make enough money to make the boat payments, I'm more than happy. Yeah. Makes you know? sense. Yeah. So going into it, you weren't, you, you didn't like set out like, okay, let's say last spring you weren't out, out there thinking, Okay, I wanna I'm gonna start guiding this year. That's what I want to do. Not at all. It was kind of just like, hey, it, get a boat. It all okay. evolved <laughs> in about 72 hours. Wow. <laughs> it, did literally. you have some beverages while you were contemplating too? Or? Normally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it it just all made sense, and I found that boat, and it it just kind of all fell into place. And huh. if I wouldn't have found that found that boat or a boat similar, it probably wouldn't have happened. Right. But it just all kind of fell into place and as soon as I got my boat home Spencer bought a new house yeah and he backed his boat into his garage and screwed his motor up. oh yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. so literally like four days after I brought my boat home he's like I need to borrow your boat I've got a guide trip in four hours and my boats demolished oh boy so I had to run get off work run my boat to him and then, like, the next week, he had trips lined up, and he couldn't run them. Mm. So I just jumped in, and that was the start of my guiding business. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy how that worked out. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's nuts, but it's awesome. There you go. Shout out to Spencer. Uh, always. Ne ne next time, you better come and have a beer with us. Man. I mean, that guy's a dickhead, but he's pretty cool. River dickhead. River dickhead, RD. RD. So, so if you guys are okay, so this is the thing. If you guys are wondering, if you guys ever seen, I think you say, you say it on your your your, uh, your channel, right? Yeah, this is the R RD. Yeah, RD, rad dude. Yeah, Spencer, rad, rad dude. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that guy, 
I've always flathead fished. Like my family, I, I flathead fished with my older brother, you know, my twin brother. I've always flathead fished. That dude has a, made me see another level. Mm-hmm. Like with his keeping the logs and trying new things. And I mean, he's, he's brought the science into flathead fishing that yeah. I didn't realize. You know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't take the time to, to look past what I was doing. Where he's, he gets bored easy. That's, <laughs> that's, that's truly his well, drive. He gets freaking bored. So he's like, what now? It's, that's what happens when you're a science teacher. <laughs> Which I, mean, I was too. I, yeah. I graduated high school, or I graduated college. I was a science teacher for eight years. And it just, I mean, it's, it's kind of the, everything's clicking. Everything works a certain way for a reason. Mm. Let's find out why. You know, but yeah. but that dude's a maniac. He takes it to another level. You you guys are like two peas in a pod. <laughs> I was gonna say that, dude. <laughs> but he he's, you know, kind of. We are. I mean, we both see a wall, and we're gonna either headbutt through it or find a way around it. But nine times out of ten, our head's gonna hurt, but we're gonna get through. It. Yeah, because you guys have a similar background. Yeah. And now you're kind of you kind of both like the same type of fishing yeah now you're both guiding now you're both making youtube videos which which if we lived in let's say minnesota we'd probably be musky fishermen because you want to you want the reason why flathead is king in iowa because it is the hardest to catch the biggest you know it if i lived somewhere else if i lived in saltwater It'd be a completely different species, but it'd be the same scenario. I, yeah. want, I want the trophy fish. I want mm. what someone else can't go out and catch on a daily basis, and I want it the trophy size. That's what drives me. I think you need to get into flathead fishing, bro. <laughs> I'm just a casual observer currently, <laughs> but it is something I want to explore more. It's awesome. Especially, like I said, in a kayak when... When that rod goes off and you set the hook and your whole kayak goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sound like a wuss, but how do you guys deal with the bugs? Ooh. Once your lights on, it's not bad. Yeah. Or when off. your lights when, when it's, when off. Yes. When it's off, yes. yeah. When you're filming, it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> because your lights on and they're just like, like the drum magnet. They're a, mag- <laughs> they're a magnet to the light. Is it true like mosquitoes are attracted to like type O blood? I don't know. That's I think I'm B positive, so I don't know. See, because I'm well, I'm fat, and I think, and I'm type O, so I think I, I'm like more attracted to the mosquitoes, I believe. So that's why I have a struggle during the summertime when I fish. I'm like, I look, I look like I'm diseased all of a sudden because I'm bit up like a like a mofo, and I'm supposedly I heard that mosquitoes love type O blood. I've I kind of stumbled on some. Okay. Bounce sport dryer sheets. Oh, I think I've heard, I've heard they, this. I've they heard smell this. Yeah. like bug repellent. They Does, have a hint of, I don't know what that menthol yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you smell them and you're like, that's off. It's got a hint of off bug spray. Mm-hmm. And I use that on my fishing clothes. Okay. And I, I really, that and a thermocell. Is you, all I use. So like, I don't use any bug spray whatsoever. You rub it on your clothes? No, I just you... dry my clothes in it. Really? Yeah. And 
I, I use that in a thermal cell and I really, I've got more problem with chiggers than I do with mosquitoes nine times out of ten. Yeah. Oh, I, you're I, on a sandbar, you get sand fleas and chiggers. And geez. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, I've had chiggers a couple times in my life. And they suck. Yes. They are the devil. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> no, because they go to anywhere tight. So they start at your sock line. Yeah. Then they go to your waistline. Yeah. Then they go to your ball line. <laughs> <laughs> basically, they, they, they like lay eggs in your skin, right? Yes. And then... That's why you keep itching. Yeah. So, And then the, that larva or whatever, they're, they're basically coming out yeah. of your skin. So how you remedy it is you're supposed to cut off the air... Like, I use clear, I've got clear fingernail polish at my house uh, just for that reason. Really? Yeah, you put them over the bites, and it's supposed to cut off the air, and then the larvae die inside S- your skin. So if you, okay, so you have a chicken bite, you use nail polish. That's what I use anyway. Huh. That's what, they make like chigger rid, uh-huh. but it's the same thing. It comes in a brush, uh-huh. and you just brush over it, and it cuts out the air supply. Interesting, okay. I don't know if there's any science behind it. I just know it works. I mean, it, it makes sense if you cut off its air. I mean, because I'm I'm probably like 10% chigger larva <laughs> at this right. at this point of my life. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I'm not bloated. There was just a heavy chigger. It sucks. Yeah. No, you're right. It, it sucks. sucks. Yes. And it, it, yes. and then you can't sleep because it's like <laughs> so itchy, dude. I when I was growing up, I never had a reaction to poison ivy. Like, I don't remember ever reacting to it. And I was like 35, let's say. And I was out mushroom hunting. And for weeks at night, I would just itch. And at that time, I was an electrician on the road, so I was staying out of hotels all the time. Mm-hmm. I thought I brought home bed bugs. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> because it would only be at night, and I would just, I couldn't sleep. So I like burnt my mattress. I like Oops. treated my whole house. <laughs> oh. It was poison ivy the whole time. Oh Damn. boy. Cause I had it on my leg and I had patches here. Because I would scratch and then I would fold my arms. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and, there, and there was no internet back then. So it's not like you could go, hey, can I Google this? And like what the hell's wrong? I could have, but I just I didn't have a smartphone until I was I, I got stranded one day, like eight miles away from my house in a snowstorm. And I didn't have a cell phone until that day. Oh. And I'm like, this is pretty dumb to die when there's technology <laughs> out there. I mean, it was like negative 20, blizzard. And I was eight miles away from my house, stuck. Crazy. Yeah, so I got a cell phone the next day. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I was so against technology, so against it. Now I'm on Facebook all the time. I got a YouTube channel. Right, <laughs> Mr. Social Media over yeah. here. We'll do a refill, and we, hey, I do, we do yeah. want to talk to you a little bit more about your YouTube channel and everything. How's that coming on? I think Homie's got like. Yeah, I also got some more questions. There we go. There we go. Perfect. We got, we'll do a quick refill, and uh, we shall be back. All right. There you go. Sexy. This is awesome that like companies just let you come in and do it. Yeah, you know, didn't you and Butters go to uh, Jethro's? Yes, but we, <laughs> but oh, what there's no complications. Yeah, well, just my normal technological world is what happened. Uh-oh. So me and Butters met up, and we fished a couple spots. My first time urban walleye fishing, 
okay. which is completely different than my normal walleye fishing. We're like we were on top of a bridge, oh. and you you cast a, a line in, yep. and all you just do this. Okay. And then everybody else was catching walleye. <laughs> <laughs> but not you. I, I was not. <laughs> but it was the first time I got to see a bridge net in use. Oh, so that okay. was cool. Yeah. You know, and there was probably 30 walleye caught can between you, the 35 guys on the bridge. That's can, crazy. Can you explain the the bridge? So if you guys are wondering, so uh, in here in central Iowa, there's places where you can fish off of a, I guess, you, a bridge. A small bridge. Yeah, a, a literal bridge. Bridge yeah. in in downtown it, metro it, it was urbanized yeah and i am far from urbanized <laughs> so, so what is this net the, the the bridge net that you're talking so about? so this bridge net play? is pretty much i don't know if anybody i kind of thought of there's that wire mesh that people used to put fish in like it had a hole in the top with a spring yeah. on it. What do you call them? A basket. Basket. A basket. Yeah. A fish basket. Yeah. <laughs> or a basket. <laughs> you know, that basket thing that yeah. fish go into. <laughs> but it, it reminded me of that, but it just had a much larger top. And uh-huh. you just drop it down and the fish scoop in it and you hand over fist it. Yeah, it's basically just a big circular net with a long rope attached yeah, to it. but it's like a wire... A accordion style wire yeah. that it gets in the current and it opens up. And How high you think it is from the water that you were fishing from, would you guys say, to use that? 20? Okay. 15, 20 foot? Like, if you would try to, like, there was probably a six, seven pound walleye caught that Ooh, day. Like, damn. There was, That's yeah. nice. That's nice. Yes. There were some good fish caught. And to reel that up 15 to 20 foot, okay. I mean, chances are you're going to lose it. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna either yeah. the line's gonna break or yeah. it's gonna just pop off the hook. Yes. Yeah. So that was my first time seeing a and I've heard about them. I know uh-huh. about them. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever seen them used and that's pretty cool. Cool. That's just something I'm not used to. That's funny. I have one in my garage. What? You do? And I've never I've never used it. It's never touched the water. <laughs> what the for sale now <laughs> for, for nineteen ninety nine. Anybody. <laughs> so me and my buddy Bo, we go to the downtown area we didn't fish that spot but we were up this up up river uh, i saw your car down river when we were on the bridge oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah that's right but uh so this was like last year um me and my buddy bo we just went out to one of these downtown spots and we were like man what if we catch a big fish there's no way to get down there yeah and so we're like thinking it ain't gonna happen we'll figure it out <laughs> we'll figure it out when we get there yep guess what uh-huh. happened? so guess what happened <laughs> my buddy bo uh we're throwing swim baits and he hooks up with a pretty nice flathead oh, and there's nothing we can do yeah you just admire the fish until it yeah busts off. from 20 yeah. feet above <laughs> yeah and and so well talk about an alien abduction <laughs> you got these beings yeah, no, right. looking over the bridge. Imagine yeah. if you were a fish and you, <laughs> dude. Imagine if you were the fish and they just hooked you and they just brought you up. So we're leaning over, looking at it, and he's, he's, he's trying to lift it up, but there's he's got no like way. Six pound test, yeah, probably. Yeah, six, eight yeah. pound, maybe. You couldn't even get his gills out of the water. Yeah, <laughs> that night he ordered a bridge net. 
And this, mind you, this was probably a year ago. It's been sitting in my garage, has not seen water ever since. (laughs) You ordered it or he ordered it? He ordered it. Well, there's probably, what, three weeks a year that you fish from the bridge? Actually, I never fish. But, like, normally. Yeah. Like, like there was probably 30 people on this bridge when we were there. It's it's not an area I frequent, so that bridge net's probably going to sit there for another year. (laughs) Pristine. Yeah. Pristine. Well, sometimes it's like don't. new. And and when you need it, it'll be in your garage. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess if the wiper runs, there's that's a possibility you can go for a wiper run in that spot. Yeah. Man, that's a good spot. I've I mean, seen people really I've, I've seen people catch wipers there. That's why. And I've seen them use I'm like, holy shit, that was cool as hell. Like I was, nah. I was like you the first time I saw it like a couple years ago, like two years ago, I was like, dude, that is so cool. And they caught you. It was a, it was probably a good six six pound wiper, and there's no way they're gonna be able to. I mean, yeah. lift that up. And I had so much fun because it was so new to me. Cool. I like bet. It, it was, I just took it in. You know, I just yeah. I didn't plan on catching anything. I was just soaking it in and meeting new people and. Awesome. You know, like there was this guy that probably hadn't bathed in <laughs> three weeks. Yeah, it sounds about sounds, sounds about right about for right. that. And he pulls up, and he's, he's just so full of shit. I bet I talked to him for 45 minutes. <laughs> he's my a, type of dude, you know? It was entertaining, but it it was, was, it's cool. He's like, you need to put this here and this here. And I'm like, why aren't you fishing, dude? You're in your truck. If I'm going to take advice from a dude, I want to see some results first. <laughs> <laughs> So what uh, technology issues did you have? What what happened? So me and Butters went fishing, had a good time. We uh, pretty unsuccessful all around. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the same day I was out too, wasn't yes. it? Yep. Yep. And uh, then we went to Jethro's Southside. Yeah. Which is a great place. I've eaten there several times. We walk in. I'm like, this is the deal. We want to do a podcast. I'm an hour and a half away from home. Is there any way you could help us out? Absolutely. You know, they set us up right up front, you know, give us a plug in. I mean, it was sweet. So we talked for an hour and a half. And I, you know, we close out, do our last cast. I go around, SD card full. (laughs) SD card full. How far is it? It's almost a minute, 34 (laughs) seconds. Jesus. One minute. So 34 so, seconds. So you got a minute and 34 seconds of good content. <laughs> well, kind of. Because the audio was fine. It was just my GoPro. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. So at least you got during, the audio. During my trip, evidently I hit the button for two and a half hours. So it recorded nothing but <laughs> bullshit. I've got it to drive there. I've got yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we, we know. We, we've had this. Um, there's been podcast episodes where you guys will just see us frozen on YouTube. And that's yeah. because of that exact same I'm issue. so technologically disadvantaged. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like I said, I didn't have a cell phone until five years ago. <laughs> man, I wonder, like, the guy that you talk to, he's like, man, I'm looking forward to this podcast. And he, he's, like, waiting. Like, okay, uh, 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 Jethro Southside should be tagged about a podcast sometime. He's just sitting there waiting. Like, oh I, man, that, that I apologize. I disappoint a lot of people a lot of times. He's like, that is the last podcast yeah. that's ever going to happen in my that restaurant. Guy, yeah, yeah. If that guy ever comes, don't let him in. So I didn't have 
because fishing's tough right now, at least in my area. Like oh, I, yeah. I drove an hour to get here. So up in my area, fishing is not great anytime. Like mm. you gotta work. Mm. Okay. But right now it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say down here isn't that much better. At least for me, it hasn't been that great. I mean, granted, yeah. I'm I'm catching fish here and there. Yes. But do you think it's that time of the year though? Yeah, it's tough That's right fine. now. Yeah. The water's cold. Yeah, it's the weather's high. all over the place. Yeah. But I didn't have content, and I'm like, butters. This is Tuesday at like seven o'clock. Yeah, night. this is after the fact, right? Yeah. After Jethro's. And I had a guide trip that I have had, and Spencer's had them. It's Mike and Trish, and they were supposed we were supposed to do a podcast Wednesday night. And their uncle died on, like, a Tuesday. Mm. So they're heartbroken. There's no way I'm even going to put them in that position. For right, sure. right. So Tuesday at, like, 7 o'clock at night, I'm like, Butters, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I will give you gas money, beer, and I will cook you dinner if you come do a podcast. So he drove all the way to my house which is like an hour and 15 minutes from his house. For sure. To redo the podcast that I screwed up. Wow. Shout so, out to wow. Butters, So man. thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, I Jeremy. appreciate it, buddy. Butters, cheers, bro. He helped carry us for when I was on my sabbatical. Yes, so he, I saw he, him. Yeah. He, he, he helped Fishing Kit here being a significant other. He's such a good dude. <laughs> yeah, he's I a mean, pretty good he dude. He is. I mean, if, if it doesn't matter if you got a flat tire on the side of the road or – if you need 10 bucks yeah you're like butter's got me yeah he's or, got me or if you need someone to pull your sled up a hill with no snow <laughs> you got butters that's true. <laughs> so how is because all you got to do is say i bet you can't do that <laughs> Wait, hey, oh that's what you do that is so true i can do that with butter you're right on that but you can't do that bro. <laughs> but, you, can't do but that. you don't need to either so that's that's, that's the thing with yeah. butters yeah. that's yeah. that's the type of guy that he is yeah he's a handout first yeah you tell him about me about memorial day weekend butters yeah oh, yeah go? we're gonna do a little fishing trip yeah he, he okay yeah he wants to go okay but, uh, okay, I'm going to get back to serious questions Uh-oh. again real quick. Oh, drum roll. We got to, you know, <laughs> drip feed these in. That's true. We'll talk about fishing once in a while. Okay. <laughs> so as as a guide, what what like, what like does it mean to be a guide? Is that is that just me saying, like, going on Facebook, hey, I'll take you out fishing for 150 bucks a day? Or is there certain... I don't know, credentials that you need, like a license or insurance. Do you need those things to be a guide? Or can you just be like, hey. Technically, no. No? You don't. But, I mean, if if you're going to take someone that you don't know out on your boat mm-hmm. or even out with, mm-hmm. you're opening yourself up to litigation. Liability. Uh, <laughs> you're liable. So, so you have to have the insurance to cover your ass. Okay, so... Uh, is that separate from the... Is there, like, a guide license? There is not. There and is I, not. In the state oh. of Iowa, there's not. Okay, if, okay. Now, navigable waters, you have to have your captain's license. Okay, so define navig- navigable <laughs> waters. What? what? I Nav- made it look so easy. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. I'm like, that. I'm saying it in my head right now, like, that shit was hard. <laughs> now, like, Spencer, when he goes down to Florida, that's navigable. Yeah, he just Which got means, his captain's yes, license. He just right? 
Captain Spencer Bauer. Yeah. And that's how you have to uh, you have to talk to him. <laughs> yes, Captain. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I, I Captain. I Captain. Freaking Captain Bowers. So, navigable waters is anything where there's barge traffic. Historically. Oh. oh. Like oh, his, his, his river down the Chattahoochee in Florida does not have barge traffic now. But back when it did, so it is classified as navigable. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even sure that's a freaking word. Now that yeah, I, it. I think the more we say it, the more it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, so what is the definition of navigable? I, I think barge traffic or okay. commerce-based traffic, Okay. I think, is like the Missouri, Mississippi, yeah. evidently the Chattahoochee. So even if it isn't now... It was at some point. At so some it's point, still so considered... it didn't get unclassified. Oh, okay. So you that have to have your captain's license to run commerce on it, which is what guide trips are considered because oh. you're making money. But in Iowa, we don't have no none of that. No, unless you're on the Missouri-Mississippi, you would have to. Like okay. I couldn't, I couldn't go to the Missouri-Mississippi and run a guide trip. Gotcha. Okay. But the Des Moines Raccoon, which I mainstay on. Okay. That's, huh. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was wondering, because I, I, I heard that Spencer got his captain's license. Like, what does that even mean? But, but why would he need it here? You don't, don't, but, no, I get that. No. I think it's called a six-pack or whatever it is. It's kind of like the level line captain's license. It's not like, I think he can run a barge up to so much size. I don't have the ins and outs. But there is so much technical stuff into that. It's like me getting my electrical license. Really? There's okay. so much stuff that you'll never, ever use, but you have to know. To get that license. To pass this license. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Like, he was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> and he busted his ass for it. Yeah. But he was sweating because he's like, I'll never need this, but i got to know this. Right. You know, it could be like... My electrical license was like 300 questions, and there's 82 of them I may use on a day-to-day basis. Wow. The rest of them are nonsense. It's yeah. It's ridiculous. So do you know any of those captain's questions? I've never dove into it, but uh. I would say I would fail miserably. <laughs> <laughs> Safely say I would fail miserably. Yeah, because it's like, okay, daytime – the lighting on a boat is different than nighttime on the on the lighting on a boat mm-hmm. and the size of the river and the size of the boat also differ in lighting like you got to have a bow light you got to have a it's all different because they're commercial hmm. so you have to have different lighting in different areas and you have to be able to read that if they're coming at you oh. or going a, going to the side of you huh yeah it's bullshit it's kind of like (laughs) yeah it's like (laughs) bullshit it's kind of like having a driver's license to take people out fishing on certain bodies of water or have no it's like it's like having a commercial trucker's license and you a cdl yeah yeah it's like a cdl that nobody ever uses unless you run a barge that's what i'm saying (laughs) 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 pretty much okay yeah Huh. But the biggest thing is that you need the insurance, the liability, yes. just just in case if somebody Absolutely. gets hurt, they break you know, a leg or something. If they can, someone gets a 
a hook in their thumb and it gets infected. Yeah. I'm liable for that. Hundred. Yeah. You that's the I mean? biggest. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is the the, the insurance factor. You know, I mean, as a guide. If I take kid out on my boat, he gets a hook in his finger. I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my own fault. I, yeah. I, I take Jenny Sue out. She gets a hook. I'm like, there goes my house. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So that's the biggest thing I think yes. is the is the is the licensing as a guide. And and the biggest thing about guiding is, you know, we set up a guide trip two months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. We're in contact. You know, we email, we text, we talk to each other on the phone. I get to know the people before we go on a guide trip. So when I set up that and made it, you know, I got the boat in the water, everything's ready. When they show up, it's like meeting a new friend because I've got this background that we've built in the last month, month mm. and a half, mm-hmm. that now we can just relax. Mm. You know what I mean? Now we can go fishing the way I like to go fishing because I already know what you expect. You already know what I expect. So the background part of it is so important to me mm-hmm. because I don't want to go out there and be tense. I don't want right. to go out and put on a facade that I want to entertain you. Yeah. I want you to know who I am coming into it so I'm just relaxing fish. For sure. You know? Mm-hmm. The only difference between me fishing and running the guide trip is you're reeling in the fish and not me. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's the way I want it. Because I want to be me. If you like it, love it, hate it. Right. This is me. <laughs> so what was that first what was that very first trip like? It was last minute. Because yeah. like I said, Spencer's boat got destroyed. Uh-huh. He's like I'm either going to cancel these three trips or you're going to take them. <laughs> so I took them. <laughs> the, the first two guys were amazing. I think they came from Illinois. They were already here. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, they were already here. They made a weekend of it. And their cap of the weekend was going out with Spencer. Uh. Well, I disappointed them right away. <laughs> uh, I ain't Spencer, but... Plan B. <laughs> but we had such a good time. We had a blast. That's cool. We went on the east side, and because everything was low, low, yes. low. So we went on the east side. We hit some familiar spots. I mean, we ran clear up past that place that water bubbles out and whatnot. <laughs> and this was in your boat? Yes. Okay. You, okay. Yes. Okay. Like we, which I've got a, a jet boat. Right. So right, right. it can go in four inches of water as long as you're cruising. Yeah. For sure. So we hit 15 different spots. We caught a couple channel cat. I think we caught one little flathead. But we had monsters on the screen at oh. I don't want to say the place but everybody knows like the wintering whole place yeah there was there was a, a 80 to 100 pounder on the screen oh. <laughs> so Dude. I got zoned in and I was like we threw cut bait we threw live bait we threw I'm like oh, I don't care if you guys are even here <laughs> this is what I would do at this moment <laughs> but we had so much fun we had a blast and actually, they're coming back next next year. We That's got cool. another That's trip. Cool. So, yeah, for spur, like I said, if you have me on a guide trip, it's gonna be just like if us if we were out fishing. I'm gonna act the exact same way. <laughs> I'm gonna do the exact same things, and hopefully, it pans out. 
You know, it just that's that's fishing. What would you say has been the best part of guiding and the worst part of guiding? Best part of guiding is meeting new people that have my same interests and enjoying the same thing I'd be doing without them. I just get to bring them along. And a lot of guys that I've had so far, and girls, don't know the ins and outs. So I'm a teacher at heart. I get to teach them how to read a sandbar, Mm -hmm. how to read a drop-off, where you want your bait at this time of the day versus this time of the day. And to me, that's awesome. To me, I enjoy that. You know, I want them to leave this trip as being a better flathead fisherman than when they came. Mm. Mm. Even if it doesn't pan out while we're there, which last year, it was amazing. Because I, I, I think I caught 14 fish over 30 pounds last year. Wow. And I think I caught like eight over 40, which is unbelievable. Jeez. I've never caught a fish over 50 pounds. A flathead over 50 pounds. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've got several blues over 50 pounds, but never a flathead over 50 pounds. And I think I got eight over 40 last year. Wow. Dang. It wow. was crazy. Here in Iowa? Yes. Damn. Every single one of them. Huh. Okay, so this isn't part of my list, but <laughs> uh, like typically what, what type of people are do you find are reaching out to you? Is it people that... It's mainly... People of the podcast. Yeah. People that listen to the podcast, they want to be part of what we are. You know, because Spencer started the whole thing. For sure. I'm, I'm like his little baby underneath <laughs> the fucking table. There you he, go, little he, Ryan. Here you he, go. he brought from nothing. You know, he from nothing, he brought this crowd into not only kayak flathead fishing and Midwest Iowa flathead fishing, but he brought this audience that just kind of gravitate to the stuff that we enjoy. Yeah. And if I could take them out and help them enjoy it, then I'm happy to do it. So it's basically people that are already into it anyway, yes. right? Yes. They have the interest. They may not have the knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. And they've probably never actually done it. They just needed something. Like, this was, was their platform to jump off on. And maybe they've even tried it and not been successful, or even been successful, but want to learn this little bit, or right. this little bit. Or if this scenario, what would you do? So they can take that home to them mm-hmm. and apply it. Mm-hmm. And are you doing kayak trips, too? I would love to. Oh. I, would, I haven't yet, but I would love to. You know, and, and I got a guy who rescheduled, and he's got a kayak, and he loves kayak fishing, but he's an older gentleman. Right. So he would love to do that, but Ryan, I'm going to take my boat out and carry the kayaks with us. Oh. So I will do the long stretch, and then we'll set up on the log jam. Okay. And do the kayak out of the log jam, but not the mile and a half right, track. Right, right, right. That it takes to get there. Yeah, I wasn't sure if the kayak was kind of something you were, you know, offering as a service. Yeah, I would, I would love to. There's nothing more relaxing and more scenic than going down the river in your kayak. It, it's just, it, it takes you out of reality. No matter what happened the day before, you're in that moment and nothing else matters. I haven't done 
I mean, I, I, I love kayak fishing. I haven't done it on the river yet. It's it's great. Take a weekend and just okay. I've got I putting in here, and I'm gonna go. Let's say twelve miles in one weekend. How long is your kayak? A ten. Shit, is what I'm, that's my river kayak. I might have to get a smaller kayak. If I'm, I, I think I'm gonna keep my kayak. It's, it's thirteen and a half because yeah. it's a technically two seater. But you know how I was talking about? I was thinking about selling it, or I think I'm just gonna keep it. Not, I thought you were gonna sell it and get a boat. Well, you know, I was use that money to get no, a boat. No, no, because I, I heard fishing kids getting a boat. So I was so, like, yeah, yeah, we don't I, need two I, boats. Just you, saying. You can't put BFF on two boats. <laughs> no, that's dumb. That's just dumb. Come on, guy. I'm just, uh, I'm just like using my head. I'm, I'm like, dude, he's getting a boat. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Come on. All right, I want to get a boat <laughs> to clarify. But anyways, continue your story. But I think. I might have to get a smaller kayak to do it on the river. Right? I mean, I, you tell me. I, I have. I I've don't. never. I've had a twelve footer on the river. I I had a twelve footer and a ten footer for a couple years, and that ten footer just to me, it's it's cramped when I'm camping. Okay. When I'm camping, I wish I would have kept my twelve footer, but on the ten footer, when you're tied to a log jam and you get the but, right bite, it doesn't feel as chaotic mm. as that 12 footer so really? why is no, that i think it's just more compact you don't have the sway that oh. you do because when i was in my 12 footer and i would have a good one tee up on it if it wasn't at the right angle you're like really <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, there's a lot of force at, at a sudden moment you know yeah. you when you it's not when the clicker runs, but when you flip that lever forward and you've got a 40-pounder on, that rod is going yeah. down, you know? Yeah. But then that's why I was wondering, like, a 12-footer wouldn't be more stable than a 10-footer? You want your mass compacted. Okay. Because that 12-foot is, is getting that much more current. Yeah, it's yeah. going to catch that, more water. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. But I felt more, because to me, it's, cause... it's like me as a person. I'm very compact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I can absorb more than, like, a, a lanky dude. Okay. You know what I mean? Gotcha. No, no. It's just all mass okay. in one area type see, deal. See, I'm thinking about getting rid of the Hobie. Oh, boo. Because, well. You might want to put it up on a wall boo. somewhere. <laughs> no, don't do that. Well, well the just, thing just, is. Just get a new one, bro. That, that would be my quote, unquote, big water kayak. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to get a big water vessel, so I would need a big water kayak. I don't know. I big water kayak fishing is so much fun. It is. Are you still gonna? So if you like, get, especially blue cat. Sorry, I no, didn't no, no, no. interrupt. If you got a boat, are you still gonna kayak fish though? Or are you still gonna I want think, to kayak fish? So my thoughts is, if I get a boat, I wouldn't need a big water kayak. Like a Hobie, but I would definitely get a small water kayak, like a ten footer that yeah. I could just throw around, take it to the river. Mm -hmm. I would still kayak lakes too, cause you know, I just like kayak fishing. Yeah, there's general. nothing better when a big fish hits your line in a kayak and your kayak flips direction, Dude. and you're just off. It's a drag. Yeah, when it's, it pulls you. Yeah, when it takes it's you for a ride. Believable. You never reel a fish into you. You reel yourself to the fish, mm -hmm. and you pick it up. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's, you it's bring great. yourself to the fish. Yes. Yeah, you just reel yourself to the fish. I, you know, I had the same question. Like, uh, people are like, why do you like kayak? I go, it's just, once you, it, it's something about being right near the water, number one. You're right on the water. And then, like you just said, it's just, they pull you <laughs> to them. Like, down south, where we evolved yes. on. Yes. yes. You're literally 0.5. You're, you're watching your fish finder. You're just rowing. And all of a sudden, you just go, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a bite, I guess. <laughs> if, I, That's I, crazy. I didn't do it last year, but I've been doing it for the last two or three years before that. And I want to go back down yeah. there. Do you miss summer. it? Yeah, you didn't do I, it. Yeah, I didn't do it last year. I didn't, no, we went for my birthday. That wasn't last year. That was the year before. Oh, <laughs> You're right. It was the year before when I caught my monster blue. Yes. Allegedly. Here we, here we go. So I, how about this, Ryan? If, if you have free time this year, I think we should go down south. Yeah. We I'm can going. bring the kayaks. Yeah. I, uh. I ran two guide trips down there last year. Yeah, so so how does that work? Is that people that are from there or yes, people from they were, up here? Yes, I put it on. My, I've got a Tasser Guide Service Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And I said, this date versus this date, I'm going to be down in Kansas. If anybody wants to come chase blues, let me know. Because I was going fishing any, anyway. Yeah. You know? Make sure you bloop out the state right there, kid. No, the, the state's fine. The state's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that lake has changed. Really? Like, like that, was, that was the first trip I'd been down in probably five years that I didn't get one 50 pounds or bigger. Because I know you've been in Spencer's radios down there. Yes. Yeah. And caught monsters. Yes. Like, there was one day I caught over 300 pounds of fish out of my kayak. Jeez. It was nuts. But this trip... I caught 40 or 50 fish between two guide trips, but the biggest one was 15 pounds. Hmm. And I hit every scenario I could think of. Why do you think that is? I, I think it's so popular that it's Harvesting, just, or do you think it's... I don't know. Well, because they have pretty good regulations there. Yeah. yeah you can only keep, yeah. keep one of a certain size, but I don't know. And... I've had uh, several different groups go down last year, and as far as I know, 15 was the biggest one that was caught. Yeah, because we went down two years ago. Actually, Denny, Denny was down there with with us. Uh, We all caught pretty nice fish. He he caught a pig. Yeah, he did. I'm surprised he hasn't put put out that video yet. Come on, Denny. Denny. (laughs) He's he's (laughs) saving lives at the moment. Yeah, he's life coaching. He is. I can't wait. To fish with him again. It's been probably two, three years since I fished so, with him. It was fun fishing with him, yeah. and it was. It was He's a such blast. a good dude. Yeah. He's so laid back and yeah. funny, and yeah, yeah. We, we had a blast. He's, He's a good he, dude. He, it was my birthday weekend. Yeah, it was, it was his us. birthday Heck weekend. Yeah. I caught my biggest blue. He caught his first and biggest blue. Yep. My buddy Bo, even though he's only. That was probably his second time going down there targeting blues, but he caught his biggest fish. And all, all, we were all in kayaks. It was yeah. so, yeah. it was so it's fun. So much fun. Is, is that a good time? July. July is July. A that'd good be time. after yeah. the spawn, right? Yeah, yeah. that'd well, be after the spawn. Yeah. Well, we could be do up it again in the mud. For, we could do it again for my birthday. We can set something up. I, I usually do in July because the flathead are spawning here, so I go down there and get some blue cat. Do they? I usually go July, October. Do they have cabins down there? They do have cabins. They do because I'm. 
I'll, we can talk offline because I can uh, book it. Oh, he because the, I gotta take the yeah, family. The pa- he's he's got to take the package deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't be like. Yeah. I, I usually camp the in the back of my truck. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> but, yeah. I put a kayak. But you guys could, in the back you guys of my could truck. technically tag along. Is this still on or? Oh it? shoot! Man, see, yeah. so if you guys are, uh, we got the audio yeah. still going. So fishing kit forgot to I, hit I just the record on the camera. I just look up and the camera was black. Yeah, but it's okay. Um, but <laughs> but I will book the the cabins to give us a little AC because that shit because when we went that shit was a hundred and oh we went was the the day rough. we went was the hottest day of the whole summer probably in America birthday probably yeah. in America <laughs> it was freaking horrible shit was melting that's funny <laughs> we'll swass up the ass we went out fishing that morning you know yeah well I had a good morning that was when you caught your Alleged whatever. Here we go again, dude. Come the, on, ten man. to the Loch thirty-five pounds. Yeah, he got the Loch Ness. It was, it was, it was. I, I swear to God, it's thirty, man. It was, it was thirty. Anyway, then we went back to camp, and it was so hot, and we got plastered drunk. Yeah. Uh, and which doesn't take much when it, you're sweating <laughs> no. your ass off yeah. all morning. Yeah. We went into town just to go into Walmart to cool down, and, and our buddy Trey, <laughs> driving back, so. We, like I mentioned earlier, we got plastered. He was puking out the side of the window <laughs> on the drive back to camp. Oh, man. It was, it was such a crazy weekend. We got a designated driver, of course. <laughs> well, Kim was a designated driver. He drove He was like, part, sorry, Trey, but uh, he was he was a little, he had a rough weekend that weekend. He well, he, he did it right. He saved he, up for the moment, and he 100% but is he, what he is. He didn't catch his blue cat though he, he he they brought their kayak on there too yeah because they were like there were like three other people like they brought their kayaks i think sean was sake fishing went down and uh yeah trey went down did it they didn't catch no blues but there's a there's a lake about 15 minutes to the east of there that i'm gonna try next oh I, yeah I'm gonna i've, skip. I've yeah. wanted to try down there. yeah i'm gonna skip that one and go to one that's less fished okay. and i've i've got my my college roommate lives down there it was it was me as a 133 pounder and it was him as a heavyweight wrestler that was that was our combo he lives down there so i always reach out and and meet up with him when i go down but his information says that 115 minutes to the east is better yeah yeah i've heard in recent years it's kind of on the low yeah the better place to go to yes so. Well, if if July works, we can set something up. It'd be kind of fun. We haven't done it in two yeah. couple of years, so it, it can be fun. Like we, I said, I usually guide. Well, not usually, but I'm going to guide the first two weeks of July, and then uh, the last two weeks of w- July, I'm gonna travel. Okay. Oh. Okay. So. All right. Speaking of guiding, I'm gonna go back into another guide <laughs> question. Um. So for any smooth transition. Yeah. For any. <laughs> for, <laughs> Any of the hypothetical people out there that might have an interest in guiding. So how do you, how do you get ready for a guide trip? Well, luckily I had Whisker Seeker on board with mm-hmm. me, and I've got the best terminal tackle, the best rods. You know, I had to go out and buy my own reels, but best whisk- best sweaters. Absolutely right. No, Matt and everybody at Whisker Seeker has been they've blessed me. I mean, which once again goes back to Spencer. I mean, he was on board. He brought me on board. So 
anything in in my guide trip, you're going to have the best of the best. So that's number one. I mean, you can spend thousands and thousands of dollars on tackle and rods and reels just to get ready for guiding. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because they took care of me. So I had to buy some reels, and the rest of it, they did an awesome job sponsoring me, and I got what I needed, and I, they still give me what I need. So right. that would be number one is just make sure that your vessel is equipped the way you want it, like your rod holders are in the right spot, you have a dependable vehicle or a vessel, and uh, make sure all your safety features are there. And then the next thing would be your tackle, your your rods, your mm-hmm. reels. Yeah. Make sure everything's going to be flawless. Right. You know, you don't want to go out there with junk, have backlashes, have lines break. You right, know, right. Something that's going to ruin the trip for somebody else that could be prevented. Right. So aside from the tackle and the equipment, are you going out and pre-fishing spots or like? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I spend in June, I sleep on a cot more than i sleep in my bed (laughs) literally literally i would say at least five nights a week i'm fishing and that's gonna carry over to my clients Mm. and you're not single i am recently again single now it makes sense coincidentally (laughs) now it makes sense that's coincidentally (laughs) that the guide service is on an uptick and the relationship is on a down you're fishing for the real fish (laughs) that's right something's got to give yeah (laughs) and if that's what gave then i always love her but not as much as flathead (laughs) (laughs) not as much as flathead love that (laughs) Lover, not as much as you do. You should put that on a T-shirt. You know, there's only so much time in a day. There is. And a guy has to decide what I'm going to do with that time. I'm a full-time electrician, so I work 10-hour days, and then I've got to squeeze in at least another four to five on my side businesses you know Mm. could be my animal control Mm -hmm. could be my guide business could be my videos on youtube so that brings me up to 15 hours a day that i have delegated and has to happen and the rest of it i get to choose what the hell i want to do right (laughs) not much time (laughs) you're a licensed trapper in the state of iowa yes i'm a nuisance control operator <laughs> nuisance okay, yeah. control yes. which before i before i came here i had to go there was a a town just 15 minutes north of the town that i live in <laughs> we'll we'll skip out the <laughs> let me start story uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, so, I'll, I'll make sure to bleep that part out <laughs> town of bleep so, bleep <laughs> so just 15 minutes north of where i live I got a call the other day from somebody that I know very well. It's her son. And evidently, he works on the road quite a bit, so he hasn't been home, and his back door was wide open. Well, his neighbor went over to shut the door, and there was a not-friendly cat inside of his house. And he's not going to be home for a week. Oh. So he shut the door, couldn't get the cat out. So I get a call. I need a cat out of my house. Not his cat. No idea whose cat it is. So I go in and I'm ninjaing 
around the house, and I, ca- I cannot find this cat. It's not a big house. It's like a two-bedroom, single-story. I don't know where this cat is. I cannot find the cat. So I set a live trap. Day one, nothing. I mean, there's no turds. There's no, nothing's destroyed. It doesn't smell like cat piss, nothing. I'm like, I'm going to let it sit another day. So I go check it tonight, right after work. I'm like, okay, I get off. I got off today, 5.15ish. I'm like, I don't have to be in Des Moines until 7.30. I'm gonna run up there, I'm gonna check it. Cat, sitting in the frickin' live trap. <laughs> it, it sat in that house for, I think, five days. Cause wow. it, was, it was three days before I got there. So it hadn't eaten anything in five days and finally smelled the cat food that I had in the live trap mm. and came. So. Interesting. So what do, you, what, do you, what do you do? Animal yeah, what do you do with that cat from there? It had a collar on it, so oh. I took it to the. So it was somebody's the, cat. Yeah. Oh wow! It, okay. It just got trapped in this guy's house, so somebody's missing a cat <laughs> in that town. So I took it to animal control. They took it, and I don't know if it was chipped or not, but okay, yeah, it's their problem now. <laughs> right. Interesting. <laughs> huh. Yeah. If it if it didn't have a collar on it and it was a stray cat. I don't know. Would it become a fur hat? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm I don't not think a cat could be a. Fur. They don't have that much fur on them, do they? Enough to make a hat. At least a mitten. Yeah. <laughs> a kitten well, mitten. You, I mean, you can make a hat out of a raccoon. Yeah. And, uh, True, touche. You're right. You're right. But. The nuisance operator, you cannot release an animal that you catch within 10 miles of where you caught it, or else it'll go right back. Yeah. Now, cats are kind of a fuzzy issue, so I probably would have euthanized it, because I'm not going to release a cat that may or may not have been normal to the wild, into Mm -hmm. the wild. Especially now when it's colder than crap. Yeah. It's not going to be able to find food. It's probably going to freeze to death. I'm not going to put it through that anguish. I'll probably just euthanize it. But luckily it had a color on it. You know, the animal control. Hopefully somebody already reached out to them, missing their cat for five days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with cats, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> they come and go. Some, yeah, they do. Some of them. So, I don't know. Hopefully, the story turns out well. I just know I washed my hands of it. <laughs> Move on. Dude, you're a busy-ass guy. And it does YouTube thing. So, what do you think of this YouTube fishing thing? I'm so behind the curve. Yeah, how's the YouTube I mean, my, vid- my videos suck. Let's be honest. My videos suck. You're trying, though. I cannot wait until spring and I can actually get footage that I'm comfortable with that's my home base. You know, yeah. ice fishing, it's its tough to make an ice fishing video. Agreed. For my knowledge, anyway. A flathead video, a catfish video, a warm weather video, i am that's more my pace. Yeah. So I, I will be more comfortable, and I, I believe... I'll put out a better quality video. Well, and they, right now I'm. It's like a scratch and dent sale. Yeah, <laughs> the, you get what you yeah. get. Yeah. <laughs> the equipment also works better when it's warmer. Yes. Yes. You'll, yeah. yes. Yeah. You don't have to change batteries every 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. So, those of you that do watch Tasker Guide Service, I appreciate it. 
Stay tuned. It will get better. Yeah, or future <laughs> Tazzler Guide Service watchers. Yes. Absolutely. But if you want to check out River Certified Podcast, you got to go to the channel anyway. Well, well, it's Tazzler Guide Service Podcast, I feel like. It, it is now, but yeah. but I've had so many people reaching out saying, I miss it on Spotify. Yep. I hate it yeah. on Same YouTube. for us. Same for yes. us. Which, in a business sense, it makes no sense for me to put it on Spotify because I pay, pay, pay right. and get nothing back. True. In a wanting to please the fans and the people to watch it's a conundrum you know i i want to give them what they want and it's not that much more work to mp3 it versus mp4 it and put it out at two different places yeah but I'm paying 600 bucks a year on something that doesn't pay anything back have you tr- that's bad business have you tried to do it on anchor Spencer brought that up when we were so, fishing the other day. So, if you guys are listening to this far, awesome. You guys are fucking <laughs> badass. You have nothing better to do. Yeah, I you, appreciate you it. had nothing better. <laughs> but if you guys have not checked out Beerfish Fanatics, all of our episodes are back online. Yes. And the reason being is because and they're of hilarious. An- Reach in. And because it's because of Anchor, because it's free, but they are owned from Spotify owns Anchor okay. FM. So, it's free. They will put their ads in for you. You're not going to get paid until you get to a certain amount of downloads, I believe, or something. Depending on how, whatever they add. It's same like YouTube. There's yes. a yeah. set amount yes. that yep. you have to read. But yep. at least you will have all your episodes. Because right now, if you guys are wondering, Beerfish Fanatics, all of our episodes are live on all platforms for podcasts and everything. And YouTube, obviously. But it is not because of Anchor. Anchor is free. Okay. Because they're owned by Spotify. Spotify wants to keep pushing out all, all the podcasts. So awesome. Because we, we started with 60, like the River Certified yeah. was mm-hmm. 60 yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. And I think I've had five since then. Yeah. So I could go back and put those on. Go to Anchor. Anchor. Go to Anchor. And then and, and 65 plus will yeah. be on Spotify. We, I, I have, we have a, over 150 episodes live right now. Do they do iTunes and yeah. all that stuff? They, they, they distribute it to all of them. So, awesome. so that's why we because we were with Buzzsprout. You know, shout out to Buzzsprout. We love them, and they're really user friendly. And for I me. think that's what we did, yeah, as well. But like you were just saying, it's just the cost, like versus like just it, it wasn't worth because we our podcast started at fifteen minutes an episode. Went to 30 minutes, went to an hour, went to sometimes two hours. Yeah. This is so, probably two hours. Yeah. Yeah. So so it gets to a point where people don't realize like it, it costs more more money when yes. you're putting out uh, all these hours. So, But Anchor is free, so go check that out. Uh, we're not sponsored by them. They're just FYI, but they are free at the moment, and they have been free since Spotify bought them out last two years ago, I believe. Yeah. And just yeah. saying, cool. it's free. You just yeah. got to deal with a few ads? Yeah. Yeah, but it's free. You guys can listen to us for free, yeah. and it, and then but the worst case scenario, you always can check you us on YouTube. For free. Yes, YouTube so. is free, and yeah. that's why I switched yeah. to that format. Was not only is it free, but if I start growing it, I'll get some kickback. Yeah, where we had sixty episodes, and we we averaged like three thousand views per episode. Yeah, and I think one month we made fifteen dollars. Right, YouTube is. You know, I mean, it, in regards to monetary wise, YouTube would probably be the best bet if you can. And it, it's not even me making it back. It's just 
when you month after month just keep yeah gas yeah. mileage you know 100 time and 50 bucks a month and it just we were thousands of dollars in the hole and not getting yeah. anything in in return sense. yeah especially when you consider the equipment yes like you're you're yes. so deep in the hole yes yeah as far as equipment which we enjoy it but as a business sense you can only enjoy a loss so long like yeah. we did an hour we did a year and a half 60 episodes and finally when spencer headed south he's like i can't do it anymore yeah and then it's, we it doesn't make sense then we started yeah. looking at it as a business sense and i'm like well i'll start this youtube channel we'll put them on there see slowly grow it you know at least yeah. it's not costing us anything it's sure. costing us time costing us mileage right but we enjoy it yeah. so we're going to keep doing it and we like i said we had three thousand some every week listening to us and only probably like most of my podcasts now are like 400 so i'm missing that huge well group that me, didn't follow me and kid did this shit three years ago we're still down in the hole <laughs> we were the idiots that didn't decide to go to the free mode for yeah. a long ass time i'm just saying i don't know where the disconnect was like if i didn't publicize that now it's on youtube i went from three thousand to like 400 well i think the thing is because the youtube is because unless you have youtube premium which is something that the audience has to pay for yeah if they played on youtube their phone has to be on Instead of just to screen to off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, like on yeah. Spotify, you just play it, throw your phone yeah. in the corner, and yeah. it just keep and, playing. And it's an audio thing, um, but my thing is, I, I highly recommend going to Anchor, and it's free. They're owned okay. by Spotify. I, we, I've been doing it. I was contemplating it, I think, about a year or two ago. And then this is the cool thing about Anchor. So if you have a video format of it, so the cool thing about Anchored is that because on Spotify you can you can do video podcasts really? and they show the video only if it if, if you use Anchor as the host. So if somebody wanted to just listen to the audio, they can still listen to it on Spotify. And I don't have to redo an you MP3. You don't have to redo. I can just it. put my MP4. That's the, in. that's the greatest thing about Anchor and Spotify because they're, cool. they're combined. And then we were gonna do that. But then they didn't have the monetary thing. That's why we flipped back. But now I'm like, you know what? We're doing the free mount. Yeah, but it's not like we were making money off no, of it exactly. anyway. So. It wasn't a yes. ton. Of, yeah. It's, yes. it's, this is like you're just saying, we're doing this out of for, for, for yeah. fun. If yes. you're like a Joe Rogan or something, of course. That's different. Yeah, then then you might like, yeah. okay, maybe I don't want to do it, yeah. do this because there's yeah. there's no monetization. But And I don't care about making money. I just don't want to spend money. Right. Yes. I don't want to spend money for you guys to, and I'm sorry. <laughs> money, I, money, I, right, I did right. for a year and a half. I, yeah, I spent I'm, money I'm to you. give you entertainment. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm with you. Um, I highly recommend that. And like the cool thing though, if you do in video format, on top of getting on YouTube, Spotify will show the video format. That's cool. Of your thing, as long as you use Anchor. So and even if I put it on YouTube as well, it'll be a video, right? Yeah, because okay. YouTube don't give a shit. They're I just... know, but I just didn't know if this free app, even though I had it on another format, if they would be like, no, that's copyrighted because it's don't. on over oh. here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, I, I'm going to jump in this real quick. <laughs> I do not want to drag this certain topic off, but I got my first copyright claim Ooh, against had, one of my videos. You nicked? I got a copyright strike and I got one of my videos taken down. It was a short 
So I, I, I took a clip that's been flowing around the internet, the walleye cheaters. Yeah, I know each other. But you know, the song. I cut it, put some different audio on it, added some stuff, which I'm not a copyright lawyer, but people, some people argue it's fair use because you can take somebody's. I could take one of your videos. Yeah. And There's, then I could sit there and commentate on it. Like, I don't need your permission to take your no. video and comment on it. That's fair use. Mm-hmm. It's public video once I release yep. it. Yes. And you could argue this is the same situation. I took another person's video. I added stuff to it. I It, it was transformative. Yeah. But, but like I said, I'm not a copyright lawyer, so I don't know all the ins and outs. And I can't afford a lawyer, but... So... The, the walleye video, so there's this company, I'm going to call them out right here, Viral Hog. <laughs> they copyright... Douchebag. They, co- <laughs> they copyright strike my video, got, got it taken down, uh-huh. and on their copyright claim said I used, uh, I used, comp- I used content that, that they owned, and then the content that... You know how many videos of that situation are yeah. out there? Yeah. So, well, the thing how was... How many cell phones were running at that time? But the thing is, uh, the content in question, they they effed up. They said it was a different video, which I had nothing to do with. But I, So I reached out to them. I was like, hey, why, you know, why is this happening? Because mm-hmm. uh, I got a copyright claim against my video. got the video taken down. I got a strike on my YouTube channel. And the thing was thing with youtube is you get three strikes done right and your channel gets deleted basically they delete your career on youtube holy crap yes three strikes right? so i got one strike on my all YouTube. that work you put in yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways so i'm like okay there's two things you can do reach out to the copyright uh claimer or whatever uh-huh. or you could file you have to take legal proceedings yeah. to fight against it. So, like, lawyers. This is why I don't like technology. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I reach out to them, and they're like, oh, yeah, oh, well, like, uh, in this case, there was a mistake in the copyright thing, but it was a different video different video instead of the one that was in the claim. But then they said, that doesn't change the fact that you used content that we owned. And then they linked this other video, which was the walleye stuff. So yeah. another video that they figured out. But well, it was it was the walleye, the walleye cheating Cheater, video. But yeah. the thing is, you know, my video came out before theirs, and I cut it, added stuff to it, which you could argue is transformative, yeah. which would fall under fair use. But so I looked up this company, Viral Hog. What they do is they go around, and once. Certain videos build traction, get popular. They go out and buy the co- they buy the rights to distribute that video, oh, and then they go around oh, copyright boy. striking. So they do it. It's a purpose on purpose. They're douchebags. Yeah. I yeah, called yeah. it right the yeah. first time. So absolute douchebags. They basically go after small channels like yeah. me. I I don't want to get a lawyer to defend. Like, yeah. I don't no. want to pay thousands of dollars just no. to save a nine or. 50 second video when i made a video to have fun right it's not like i was so why were they i mean what's the benefit of them even doing this basically they they're trying to get money out of me somebody okay so so they said oh you could pay us for their losses of 70 (laughs) dollars and pay another 
$70 to reinstate my video and use their yeah. content. So it's, Would that take the strike away from you? Uh, I don't know if it does. I mean... But still, he's out 140 bucks. True, true, true. And let's Very say true. they did that to 10 people. Yeah. On that same oh, they, video, I'm, I'm pretty sure they. they this is their business yeah. model. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I could go thousands. and fight it, or just like, nah, f it. Nah, I don't even yeah. want to f with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think their viral thing is hog, viral hog, boycott. F them. <laughs> go look them up. F just, them guys. Just, like if you don't yeah. believe me, send them hate mail. Just, just Google this: viral hog copyright strike. And I looked it up. There's like lawsuits going on against so them. So that's their that's their niche. That's their thing. Yeah, that's, that's their, their business. That's yeah. their thing. They are professional douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> and you know they, so it they're is. big enough where they can have lawyers and go out against. Yeah. yeah. Like if I wanted to fight. And it, this is original content, so suck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true though. Man, that sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I don't even want to buy this. So I, I took my video of the same thing on Facebook. I deleted it. I yeah. don't want anything to do so, with it. So yeah. my thing is, though, is your channel still has that strike? Yep, I still got so one strike. How do you get rid of strike on YouTube? I don't know. I mean, so I'm you got to take a copyright class on YouTube, and after 90 days, it'll disappear. Or they say you could reach out. Do you to have the, to have a blower in your vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, well, or they say you can you could, not be around small children? Yeah. <laughs> you could reach out to the copyright holder, uh-huh. but, which is viral hall because they yeah. bought the rights yeah. to it, which is what I did. But and they're not going to take They it want down. me to pay them. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, that's Are just you, a normal Tuesday for them. Yeah. So yeah. you can take yeah. the class or what? I did take the class. It's free. Uh-huh. It's like a four minute video. I watched it. So, so now I got to wait 90, 90 days. days for them to take that strike off. Yeah. Man, that's some horse shit, dude. Sorry, man. So in like 82 days, what video are we making? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going to post stuff that I filmed myself. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I kind of like Lesson that learned. But I did like you know? that video. Of the Oh, speaking of the walleye cheaters. So, I mean, I'm glad you kind of brought this up. But I, for for some stupid reason, I was drinking the other day. I was just having a couple of drinks. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and I go, what are those guys up to nowadays? I was just curious, so I Googled this, and I, and I YouTubed it, and, you know, just like, what are they up to? You know, what happened, right? Yeah. I know the story. So, <laughs> homie, the guy, him and his son, I guess, allegedly went to a bowling alley, allegedly, again, I better say this shit, allegedly. And they bowled 300s every game. <laughs> no, they <laughs> were spending $100 bills, allegedly, that were fake. Counterfeit. Counterfeit money. They got Whoa. him and his son with counterfeit. And they got arrested. Bills. And or, or, yeah, they got charged and arrested for using counterfeit. But you can't be surprised at this. You point. can't. That's what I was saying. I'm like, man, at this point, it it it's, if that's a coincidence, that dude needs to just check out. <laughs> it's a, it's he a, needs to go to Mars. <laughs> yeah. It's a personal trait that they are just. It, he. I, I'm sorry. I'm. Allegedly. And the worst part yeah, is you got to feel bad for that kid. Yeah. Because he didn't have a chance. Right. If your dad's teaching you these things, yeah. you don't have a chance. Right. That's what yeah. you know. So he got caught cheating on the walleye tournament, and then all of a sudden, a couple months later, this is this, the thing was still going on a couple yes. months later. It's, so it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like it was like 10 years ago. This is like <laughs> literally a couple months, and this shit is still hot and fired, and this guy got arrested with like, his I got son this. I using got this. fake hundred. <laughs> yeah, I got this $100 bills. At a bowling alley. It's uh, kind of crazy. Okay, I, I, I see some chairs being flipped over. Uh. Outside, but I got, I got, I got to take a leak real quick, and I got one last yes. question for Ryan. I'll Me be too. right back. We'll come right back.
Okay. <laughs> we are back. We all needed a potty break. Yes, actually. we did. So uh, to finish off, what was the last? What was the one that you wanted? To I have for? one last question okay. for Ryan. Right. Let's call it a last cast, uh, shall we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Another hypothetical, hypothetical. If a guy was interested in starting a guide service or getting into guiding, I had a guy ask me in my area. He's like, I really want a guide, but now you're guiding. Okay. My response was, if you think my competition is going to ruin your business, you're in the wrong business. Right. You know what I mean? If, yeah. If you have a dream and you want to go do it, you're not going to stop me. You're not going <laughs> to stop me. I'm going to freaking do it. So if you are a small business owner in any field and you want to do something, go do it. Right. There's, there's the only person that's going to stop you is you. 100%. You know, and, and like I, I was telling Kit, if you asked me a year and a half ago if I was going to be a fishing guide next summer, I'd have told you you're full of shit. Yeah. But I promise you there's nothing that's going to stop me from being a fishing guide because that's in my goals. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the competition. I don't care about the water levels. I don't care about fishing conditions. I'm going to put my clients to the best of my ability on a certain fish, and we're going to have a good time every single night out. They're going to have my A game. There you go. And if you can't do that, then go work for somebody else. All right, so maybe I got two more questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's say the fishing's slow. What are you doing to keep your clients uh, entertained? Are you? I'm being I mean, myself. I don't know. Can, first of all, can you bring beer? Like, is beer okay? Like, beer I know is you're cooking definitely food. frowned upon yeah. on on a guide on trip. a guide trip. Right now, overnight trips. I offer 12-hour trips. Now, overnight trips. If we're off the boat on a sandbar, I personally have no problem if they want to partake in a few beverages. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're having a kegger on the sandbar. <laughs> Hey, got a, I've got a. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying if if you're on the sandbar, off the water, out of my vessel, and you want to drink a six pack of beer, then to me that's flathead fishing. Mm-hmm. It's still a liability issue when they're it on is. your boat. That's yes. why. Right, right. And I have a rule that they sign a waiver when they get before they get on my boat that strictly says no alcohol. Okay. If we're on a guide trip, a 12-hour trip, and they want to partake in alcohol once we're on the sandbar, mm-hmm. then my insurance and my contract is null and void. We are now fishing. We are fishing partners. We're right. buddies. Right. You are you're not under my insurance anymore. Everything that you do is on your liability. Okay. We are now not on a guide trip. We are fishing. Right. So that'd be just like me and you going out tonight fishing. Right. If you get hurt, that's not on me. Yeah. That's on you. Right. Okay. So if we're on a 12-hour guide trip and you want to drink a beer, we are no longer on a guide trip. Yep. As soon as that first beer pops, we are fishing as as friends. Right. So I don't even think the hypothetical guy that wants to be a guide one day would even think about that. And that's that's something that I turmoil with. Because I've only had two overnight trips, and neither one of them drank. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it it hasn't really 
come to the forefront. <laughs> yeah. But in my personal opinion, if we're on a sandbar, landlocked, we're not going anywhere the rest of the night, and you want to have a couple of beers, have a couple of beers. Yeah. I personally am not because I'm, I'm in, on a guide trip. Mm-hmm. I am. But if you want to have a drink, then we're no longer guiding. Okay. We're fishing. Gotcha. Okay. Because I drink a lot of beers when I fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan can put down some beers. If you watch his podcast, there's beers stacked on the table. Bush latte. That's right. We usually start with a case, and then we just drink them. So that way you're not down here digging. I just put a case on the table, and once the case is gone, the podcast's over. I was watching the last episode we had him and Spencer on. I'm like, holy shit, that table, they can fill up pretty good, man. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Most of it was dim sum, but <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you had a spread. Yeah. Man, dim sum sounds good. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, dim sum sounds good. But anyways, okay, my last, <laughs> the last, last, last cast. my last hypothetical. <laughs> if somebody wanted to be a guide, this is something he would want to know. Um, do you plan or do you want to go full time one day and? What would it take for you to go full-time as a Absolutely. guide? I, w- I would love not only a guide, because I have an animal control business on the side, and I have the YouTube I've started out. If I could be self-sufficient as an outdoorsman, not only as a fisherman or a guide, mm. but if I could be self-sufficient to where I could make what I am making now as an electrician and also have the free time to pick and choose what I do mm-hmm. and cut out that 50 hours a week that I yeah. work as an electrician. Love it. I would love it. Right. So it, it, it wouldn't even necessarily be full-time guy. It could be, you know, half the day guiding, half the day YouTube. And then I don't know, another yes. four or five hours trapping. Yes. Okay. Whatever it would take to be on that spectrum. I would love it. Right. Yes. Now, could you make it in central Iowa as a guide full-time? That'd be tough. Mm. It really would be tough. Because let's say, you know, I'd, it literally boils down to 100 bucks an hour is what we charge. Six hundred. Spencer and I are then kind of a team, so we run the same rates. 600 for six hours, 1,200 for an overnight 12-hour. Mm-hmm. So at a hundred bucks an hour, you have to be pretty dang busy to make a career at it. Cause remember, there's gonna be bad times. You know, I'm not gonna run a crap load of guide trips in late July. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna be able to put my clients on pristine fishing conditions. Mm-hmm. Once it gets, you know, late August, early September, I'm gonna start tailing off. So that's months of time before ice fishing that I'm going to be non-productive on the guiding front only. Now, my animal control and hopefully someday the YouTube channel may fill that void, but for right now it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I'll work 50 hours a week as an electrician. I'll work 40 hours a week as my side businesses, and we're just going to keep running on no sleep. Grinding. (laughs) Grinding. Because that's what it's going to take, truthfully. I'm not going to snap my fingers and all of a sudden be successful. It's going to take work, and yeah. I'm willing to do it. So Yeah, and it's not like you're, you're not guiding every day. No. I, I try to – I've got every weekend – take that back. 
I've got my daughter every other weekend. Okay. And the weekend I don't have her, I have her that Thursday. So three days every two weeks, four days every two weeks, I've got my girl. That precedes anything in the world. Mm-hmm. Nothing will step on that. So I've only got two weekends a month to guide. And then let's say I run two guide trips during the week. I run my open weekends. So I'm looking at two, four, six, probably eight trips a month is all I personally at my preference, Mm -hmm. I guess. I could do more than that. Mm -hmm. But I would say eight trips a month would be my max. Gotcha. So. Okay. All right. So I guess I got another question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you didn't have the trapping and your other side gigs, uh, how many trips would you need to guide a month to do that strictly full-time? So let's say you take home, let's say you take home, let's say 900 bucks a week mm-hmm. from your day-to-day job. Yeah. That's a pretty good paying job. Yeah. I mean, you right. can have a comfortable life. Yeah. So let's say you take a six-hour trip one six-hour trip a week, you got 600 bucks. Okay? Then you have to add the gas, the time, the insurance. Expenses. The breakdown of a boat, because a boat's going to break down. Right. you got to take in your tackle. So I would say if you are guide only and want to maintain your life of a $900 an hour or 900 dollar a week job you need three three six hour guide trips because you're going to have those added expenses that you wouldn't at your normal job a you know, week boat gas boat you know driving which i drive this when the water was low like it has been i drove an hour to every single guide trip one way damn so i had to drive an hour pay that gas pay the time pay my boat gas run a six hour or 12 hour trip and then come back to the boat ramp and get everything cleaned up you know ready to roll drive an hour back home and then be at work at seven o'clock in the morning Jeez. and and plus it's just the added stress that you want to make sure your 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 customers try to get yes. fish and right. with flathead catfish yeah it's impossible to guarantee a fish yeah if you were yeah. a channel cat guide, you could almost guarantee I'm going to get you on some fish. Right. It may not be the quality that you want to but, get them. Yeah. And people wonder why guide fishing trips are so expensive. They don't really understand the behind, the cost, the expenses. It's it, not just me taking you to my hot spot. It cost me thirteen grand to get a boat. That's After I drove six yeah. hours to get it. <laughs> but that's you know the, what I mean? Because a lot of people think that, though, you know. And uh, it wasn't got, ready. <laughs> I had to put rod holders and everything yeah. else in but, it. But that's the thing, though. Yeah. You know, everybody thinks, just take me to your hot spot. As, you know what I mean? That's it. How, now, why do I have to pay so much to take me to your hot spot? That's why a lot of people think that what guides are doing. Now, there is A, B, and C spots. <laughs> if I've got a guy who is from my hometown that wants to fish my personal spots, <laughs> he's going to sea. <laughs> for sure. For sure. 
will probably catch a fish. But if he would move here yeah. or here, we would catch a fish. Because I'm not going to sell my spot that I earned for 600 bucks. I hear you. Yeah. I, we I, brought, I, I respect We that. brought this up on our yeah. own podcast because uh, before I even talked to any guides or, or, or anything like that, I just thought from my own perspective, if I was a guide, I, I guess I didn't break it down to like exactly who they are and where they're from, but I would have the guide spots, and then I would have oh my nobody's own getting spots. my honey holes right nobody. exactly yeah. there's no yeah. dollar exactly amount. yes because I've had best friends ruin Burn. my best spots really yeah so okay. I'm not taking guide trips there <laughs> 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 I beat up best friends over that shit. I'm, not, I'm not taking guide trips there no but that's just and it may not even be the best fishing spots, but it's the ones I hold dear to my heart. For you sure. You know what I mean? No, I can respect that. No, grew up on. Understandable. And res- definitely respect that. But yeah, if there's a guy from Wisconsin that wants to come fish, you're getting a spot, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah baby. You're getting a spot. We're putting you on a 40 and we're going to f- cheer all the way back to Wisconsin. <laughs> there we right go. Right on. <laughs> but if you're from, you know, five minutes away from me and. Then why are they and, hiring you though? And, they could just go find well, a spot. And every they, Facebook picture has a picture of a flathead in your garage. <laughs> <laughs> you get to see these yeah, spot holes. Yeah, yeah. You might get a passing grade. I can. <laughs> oh, man. It's but, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough dealing with people because most people are amazing. I have not had a bad guy trip. Everybody that's reached out to me. And I've taken on a guide trip. We've had an amazing time. They've been great people. I can't complain. But someday that will change. Yeah, I was going to say. uh, There will be a day where I'm like, dude, what the? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say. Because that's just people. That's people. Um, um, Well, since, like, you were talking earlier, uh, you kind of basically look into people's uh, well, you get to know people. Yes. And is there ever a time where it's kind of like a vetting process, basically? Yes. Where is is there ever a time where you kind of had to turn down a trip? Or not, like, luckily, not, not yet. Not yet. I'm I'm not saying that'll never happen, mm-hmm. but luckily, not yet. I I did have someone reach out to me this year. I didn't book it, but they're like, okay, it's. Hundred dollars an hour, but can you do like an eight to midnight trip instead of a six to midnight? So now we're cutting down to four hundred bucks. Gotcha. And I'm like, and it was kind of a questionable. I felt weird about it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you're looking for a spot type deal. So now they're trying to buy my spot for four hundred bucks instead of six hundred bucks. I'm like, no, it just. It, the liability and the cost of operation does not does not justify a four hour trip, and that's how I got around that. But if they don't come back, if they don't call me back, I'll be more than okay with it. Yep. Because nope. it just didn't feel right. Right. For sure. Do you have anything else, guy? Because uh, I, I feel like there's always something else. <laughs> the more we talk about so, it, that, that just means that we got to get Ryan. And Spencer, maybe next time, if he's yeah. available, we'll, we'll just have 
And if not, we'll just get Ryan. I'd rather have Ryan than Spencer. I don't I mean Spencer's all right, but Dick he's R D for a reason. <laughs> R D. <laughs> but Rad Dude. Right. We'll just have to get you guys back. And, you know, huge shout out to uh Fire Trucker Brewery keeping us here yes. because we got all their chairs yeah, upside down. We ran down. away all their company. Yeah. And and, and they already they they closed their <laughs> so we're we're just staying a little extra to record, so it is what it is, man. But you got anything else for Ryan, guy, before uh, we wrap it up? Okay, we've been talking about your guide service all night. So if somebody wants to reach out to you, book a trip, how can they do that? Uh, reach out to uh, Tassler Ryan at Hotmail.com. Jump on my YouTube channel, which is Tassler Guide Service. Um, also, you can uh, jump on Facebook at Ryan Tassler. Instagram at Tassler Ryan. You know, I'm all over the place. Yeah, we'll we'll link all that stuff too. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely link uh, everything in the show notes and everything. And uh, huge shout out to Ryan. Thank you for just driving. Thank you guys. Coming, hang out blast. with us. Appreciate you, and uh, we'll we'll definitely have you back on again. Um, but everybody, don't forget. Let's get uh, Ryan's. Let's get his YouTube channel up to a thousand. Let's get fish, cool. fishing kits. YouTube channel up to three thousand. You're 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 almost there, right? I'm 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 creeping. Got it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Uh, like, and then yeah. I, I'm I think I'm stuck at like two twenty two. Just keep. Yeah. You're just, just getting started, Joe. Yes. 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 You'll get there. Yes. Just keep You'll grinding. Yes. And I'm I'm not worried about it because I'm having a good time. There you and go. And my videos suck. They will get better. <laughs> Come on, June. Too <laughs> <laughs> <Go>. funny. <laughs> Check out. Uh, uh, by the time this episode comes out, I'll have a I'll, I'll have a uh, ma pop fishing video out. You guys will see me. Um, what do you call that? I, I was Catch waiting. A trout? No. Well, no, that'll be yeah. a different video. Oh, but I'll be wait. I'll be waiting for some white bass. So I should have nice. that. I should have that video out before or after this podcast. Go check out that though. Uh, and then we'll, we can talk about this next time. But uh, ma pop sports. Go check that YouTube ma channel. Ma pop sports. We'll put baby. all the way. If you like sports, sports gambling, sports cards, go check that out, unfiltered style. So That's oh. what I'm going to do on my way home. There I'm not going to look at my phone while I drive, but that's what I'm going to do on my way home. <laughs> check out Ma Pop Sports. There you guys go. And then you guys want to help us out, feel free leave a review, whether on Spotify, iTunes, and FYI, like I just said, all the episodes are should be available on all audio platforms now. Yep. Because of uh, what did I say, anchor, anchor, anchor. Yeah, well, yeah. If you want to hear more from Ryan, he also has his podcast. Yes, go. absolutely. Yeah. Tasser Guide Service. I do a video every other week and a podcast every other week. If you want to jump on the River Certified videos, we have sixty videos out or sixty podcasts out on iTunes, Spotify, all the good stuff. There you go. Other than that, man, uh, I'm going to go drink some more water. And then, uh, wait, like he was just saying, stay tuned because I am hopefully, cross my finger, catch some lake trout this weekend. Oh, heck yes. Speaking of waiting videos, Uh-oh. What you I got a waiting video myself, and I caught a freak of a wiper. Oh. <laughs> it, it, oh. <laughs> it, I, think, I think it's the same time when we went together. Actually, you I went the day before me. I went, caught the freak show wiper, and I told you about it, and you went, and, and that's I when shit. you found some wipers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, so check out our check out our Heck YouTube yeah. channel, and Hell then you yeah. guys will see everything. So, but other than that, man, appreciate everybody. Till next time. Thank All you right. guys. See ya.